Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steve and Izzy A socially awkward 90s sex symbol scientist that nobody listens to And a love interest who looks significantly older Try to save people's lives from a volcanic eruption this is Dante's Volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I miss you. And I'm Brendan from the What Were They Thinking podcast. And this is Everything, <laughs> Everything I, I Learned, Learned from, from Movies. <laughs> and tonight we start off Doppelganger Month with looking back at 1997's Dante's Peak and Volcano basically the same movie but two months apart so nobody really noticed i don't know <laughs> no. not the same movie one took place in uh basically was mount st helens the other one was an attack on los angeles well there you go <laughs> and completely different <laughs> all right well uh as Bren- mentioned we have our guest brendan yeah. from from what were they thinking podcast? <laughs> yeah, sorry. But I'm like, was I supposed to take that? No. <laughs> so I was slapping you on the back of the head, honey. <laughs> Great podcast. Y'all should listen to. Brendan, care to elaborate on uh, on your podcast and what services it offers? <laughs> <laughs> well, we offer free parking on Saturday. And <laughs> oh, there you uh, go. Uh, so basically, the uh, What Were They Thinking podcast, you can find us uh, basically everywhere you can find podcasts, I guess. iTunes, Google Play uh stitcher youtube um basically every two weeks we take a really terrible movie or a terribly enjoyable movie and we basically just unpack the whole thing rip it to shreds and uh yeah check it out you can follow us on twitter wwtt podcast excellent and certainly do that and follow them on twitter and i think they're even on facebook and stuff but yeah, uh, sounds a lot like our podcast, right? <laughs> there's, a, there's a tremendous kinship already here. Exactly. So uh, I think we'll go chronologically. So I think the first movie we'll talk about is Dante's Peak, released in February of 1997, um, <laughs> and that follows a a volcanologist played by oh God, uh, played by Pierce Brosnan. Uh, who arrives at a countryside town recently named the second most desirable place to live in America and discovers that the long-dormant volcano Dante's Peak may wake up at any moment. Uh, This comes from director Roger Donaldson, uh, who actually has a pretty pretty wide and various career. Uh, He he directed the movie Cocktail, you know, Tom Cruise and my 
my childhood heartthrob, Elizabeth Shue. Uh, <laughs> he also directed Species, coming up next week. No. Uh, uh, this, uh, 13 Days, The Recruit, The World's Fastest Indian, one of your favorite movies. Yeah, that movie's amazing. Uh, the Bank Job, which I was surprised about. He also directed Seeking Justice, that Nicolas Cage movie we yes! love. Yes! Is, is that the, uh, the the Hungry Rabbit Hops? Yes. Uh, no. No, no, that's uh, the ghost one. Uh, Seeking Justice is the one... No, that's the Hungry Rabbit Hops one. The The ghost one was Pay the Ghost. Shit, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Sorry, oh, you guys. all heard that? That was recorded! So, so many Nicolas Cage movies made for the last five years that nobody's ever seen. All uh, taking place in New Orleans. All taking... <laughs> Uh, House Arrest is a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> and uh, The November Man, also starring Pierce Brosnan. But, um, so yeah, Dante's Peak. Brendan, you want to tell us about Dante's Peak? Well, I just want to first say that we once lived in a world in 1997 where two volcano movies came out and both made a great deal of profit. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> Are you kidding? We still live in a world where two of the exact same movies can come out and uh, they'll make a profit. Hence why DC and Marvel are both making a killing. <laughs> um, I'll say out of the two, I had an easier time watching Dante's Peak. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, it, Izzy had asked me this question earlier today, like, which one was better to watch? And I was kind of like, I'm torn because, let, first and foremost, they're both pretty horrible. Let's yeah. No, <laughs> not, when I say better, I mean like more tolerable. Yeah, yeah. Like like Dante's Peak. It's like <laughs> Dante's Peak seems more of a movie and more visually appealing. <laughs> Whereas Volcano, I I don't know. It was looks See, like gonna, looks like I'm garbage. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna say vol. He said volcano, and I was just gonna say looks like garbage. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm gonna fight for in Dante's Peak. All of the characters become very unlikable very quickly because they all make the wrong moves every time. Every single decision made in Dante's Peak is the wrong choice. Whereas in Volcano, a of Tommy Lee Jones, who I mean, I will just watch anything he's in. I like him. He's an enjoyable motherfucker, and at least he's trying. He's attempting to do the right thing. Yeah, uh, that's one thing I actually noticed as well with Dante's Peak, especially the grandmother. Everybody yeah. is like the stupidest person that ever lived in that movie. <laughs> like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, no, uh, there's there's a volcano coming, uh, and I live on top of the mountain. Leave me alone, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Look, look, look. Uh, when you get reach a certain age, sometimes you just figure, you know, I I don't know, maybe I. Maybe I want to die, but I don't want to go out the old-fashioned way or whatever. I want to be killing a natural disaster. A force majeure, if you will. No, see, I'm actually going to argue for the grandmother in that she's the only person in that movie who at least has the right to making the wrong choice. She wanted to die in the place that her and her husband built for their son. She lost her husband. She lost her son. She wanted to go out with those lasting memories in that place that she built with her own two hands and her fucking grandkids had to get in the way and then she had to go and save them. Those goddamn grandkids. Ugh. <laughs> what about when she when they were about two feet from the shore and she decided to walk through the acid, though? <laughs> well, okay, so I've had people, like, make the argument, like, oh, they wouldn't have made the shore and they'd just been right there two feet out and all of them would have been burned by the water, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no. No, not really. It was just more of a, 
you know, wait three seconds, our momentum's going to take us there, and you can just kind of jump out on the dock, and that's that. I, I thought she was just like, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 that water's nothing, it's 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 just fog, you know, no worries. Alright, so, right, so we're going to jump right into this. Uh, as a huge fish nerd who ran two aquatics departments for two fish stores... And has lived in California, where at certain points, 70, 70% of our state was on fire um, all, all at once. Uh, it's true that ash does make water acidic. It will not turn it into acid. <laughs> it makes it like, ooh, it's like maybe tomato juice type acidic. Like, ooh, it'll eventually rest your boat faster than it would have before. And yet it'll probably kill all the fish. It's not going to eat through your motherfucking boat. It's not going to eat through your motherfucking grandma. It's going to eat, not eat through your motherfucking Pierce Brosnan. It's not eating through any of those motherfuckers. <laughs> the kids could have swum through it and been like, ah, it burns my eyes, mommy. And their mommy would have been like, God, stop being a pussy and just swim. Just cry it out. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so what you're saying is that the science in this movie is inaccurate. That is that is I, a bold statement, sweetie. Do you that have to back that shots up? Find, fired. I find this movie scientifically flawed. Whoa. Dun, dun, dun. Somebody get Roger Donaldson on the phone. That's it. <laughs> Hello, Roger. That is the Why only... are you talking your Australian accent? Is, is that not where you're from? In my opinion, that was the most egregious. <laughs> the most egregious inaccuracy. Uh, you guys throw your cards where you may. This is where I am laying it all down. Uh, I'm going to go with the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. So, so wrong decisions through and through. Okay, well, okay. So the opening scene with uh, Pierce Brosnan and his <laughs> wife driving through the town in... Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Let's just say Guadalajara. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, somewhere south. Um, and like the wife dies. I'm like, oh shit, I don't remember this part at all. This is dark. Oh, it opens dark. With a fucking rock. A little, yeah. Yeah, volcanic rock comes through the truck, through the wife. And, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, say the most scientifically accurate part of the movie. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> But but still, heart-wrenching. And it's like, and that's what we start with. It's like, all right, I'm listening. He's got a sad story. This is how he gets his dick this, wet. This is how he gets in uh, Sarah Connor. I Strap know. yourself yeah. in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a laugh fest, everybody. No. Uh, and, and so so wrong decisions. Like, it's like, okay, we're getting some seismic activity at this place called Dante's Peak, uh, which... I, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like Lake Tahoe or something. Like it's, no, it's supposed to be Mount St. Helens. Come on. Mount St. Helens? Oh, okay. Don't they Mount mention... Mount St. Helens went off like 10 years before this. Don't they mention like Mount St. Helens in the movie? Doesn't one character they, talk about it? They do. They yeah. did. They mentioned that all of the same things that were happening at uh, Mount St. Helens were happening here. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and say like the only correct action that happens is in the beginning of this movie. So Pierce Mar Brosnan gets sent out to go monitor the activity because a large corporation is supposed to invest a ton of money in this tiny community and they're a little bit worried okay i buy that large businesses wanting to protect yeah. their interests yeah. um they find two hikers cooked in a local hot spring that has raised temperature and has a whole ton bunch of toxic fumes and pierce Brosnan says hey maybe we should evacuate the tiny town at the base of this supposedly dormant volcano that's beginning to show activity i'm gonna go ahead and say that is the only correct action anybody has made proposing <laughs> evacuating a town at the base of a volcano and so then his boss is instantly no 
no, we can't, you. we can't do that. This is the big summer weekend. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think the funniest part about this, did you hear? Okay, so they're, yeah, but they don't want him to do it because there's like an investment. There's like investors, right? And they don't yeah. want to lose like, did you hear how much money they said that they're investing into the town? It was like 10 million or yeah, something but, like Oh that? no, it's like 200,000. It was $18 million. Oh, wow. That's, this, I mean, that'll get you a small hotel of about 50 rooms. Hey, I keep just, in mind, it's a population of 7,000. Well, it's that, not a big town. No, that's, I, I thought the number was incredibly high. <laughs> like, you're investing $18 million into this town of like 20 people. <laughs> like, there's 7,000, 7,000. Well, well, that's how you take a, 7, you take a small 20. town and turn it into, you know, a little bit of a tourist attraction in whatever state uh, was it washington Is that doesn't where? matter yeah <laughs> west virginia whatever <laughs> it was it was utah oh central utah did you notice all the trees yeah, i didn't know dante speaking Volcan- <laughs> volcano Sorry, bor- central. born and raised in utah so <laughs> yeah that'd yes, be awesome. brendan uh, you didn't know you were talking to a no mo momo did you <laughs> uh, what 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 a no more momo, a no more mom- Mormon. Oh, I, I I'm unfamiliar. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with That's the terminology. Do they have Mormons in uh, Canada? Uh, probably, but not like in excessive amounts. <laughs> <laughs> not in our Utah concentration. Yeah, that's right. It's not ground central for anyway. <laughs> Um, I do live across the, tree, the street from a church, but I don't believe it's a Mormon church. <laughs> it's one of them uh, Canadian churches with the maple syrup. Oh, <laughs> shit. Someone's going to find my house now. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Google Earth. Here we go. Google Earth. Can- <laughs> small town Canadian churches. <laughs> Five results. Yeah. <laughs> So Dante's Peak. <laughs> How many minutes are we in? No. <laughs> oh, Steve, do we need a beer? We do. Oh my gosh, how can I forget? Brendan, uh, do you have any beer? I have, beer uh, I actually have some Captain Morgan white rum here. Oh shit. Holy shit. Just, what, so what is do it, we. What is it about Brandon's and their Captain Morgan white rum? We had them a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Gotta keep Brandon's hope, basement condition. Keep hope Yeah, alive. we have Captain Morgan here too, but uh, jeez. Do you want a shot of Captain Morgan? Let's do a shot of Captain Morgan. I'll All give right. it some ice while you guys talk about Captain Morgan and Dante's Peak. <laughs> I'm a good housewife. So when Captain Morgan shows up on Dante's Peak. Yeah, that was weird, eh? Product placement. That was out of nowhere. <laughs> That's like the lake is made of acid. <laughs> actually I thought that was the most I thought uh, that was the most accurate thing about the whole movie. The Captain Morgan? Oh yeah, totally. No, the lake being made of acid. That was pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, so you... yeah bad de- oh sorry go, go ahead, ahead. Uh, i was just gonna say the bad decisions throughout this movie it's like so linda hamilton plays the mayor of dante's peak and i, I i'm just questioning like who who's running against her i, I she <laughs> just seems to be a single mom not doing anything else and and inexplicably she runs a coffee shop oh the coffee shop that's right that's right that's her that's her day job i don't it's like yeah you should run the city you're a mayor you don't see like (laughs) see like senator lindsey graham running a a newspaper stand 
You know what? Not a bad idea. <laughs> Get Lindsey Graham on the phone. <laughs> bet you. Oh, oh, we're receiving a call right now. Hello, Senator Graham. How are you? <laughs> I bet no one. I bet I'm no one. Lemonade at twenty-five cents a glass. <laughs> I bet none of you listeners predicted there would be a Senator Lindsey Graham reference on this show. You know, I saw that coming out of nowhere. It was it was un- unprecedented. <laughs> we we never get political on this show. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So so Linda Hamilton and her her two children. Uh, Pierce Brosnan shows up in the town. And is basically like, man, we need to evacuate everybody. Blah blah blah. Because seismic activity. I can't the believe. Hot spring murdered two. Well, people. Oh yeah, yeah. Two oh, people are already dead. Yes. And this is a bad sign for business. Okay, that scene when those two teenagers die in the hot springs. Did you guys think yeah. the way it was being set up, it was almost like a Friday the Thirteenth movie? Yeah, I was expecting the guy to jump out of the bushes and, like, start macheting the shit out of them. (laughs) Yeah, because they were like, what's that over there? Ah, don't worry, it's probably just some kids messing around. (laughs) Oh, ooh, somebody turned the bubbles on on this hot spring. (laughs) Ah, ah, ah! And then it, like, pans down into the water bubbles or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which the kids later see. Like, they see, like, the bodies. Oh, oh God! Okay, so yeah, the whole scene, like the kids are about to like jump in or whatever, and Pierce Brosnan like stops them. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Natural selection. Maybe let those kids jump in because they're just gonna put everybody in danger. Those kids were the worst. Oh, and I, 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 I hate to bag on kid actors because <laughs> I, I've never starred in a movie, and God knows if I'll be horrible in one, you know. But I. It, these ones especially like they're cute kids which i'm sure is why they got the job the everything they say everything they do it's just like why yeah there's even even early on when pierce brosnan is first uh starting his quote-unquote chemistry with sarah connor (laughs) um the girl they're looking for like the boy because he likes to hang out in abandoned mines and the girl yeah what the (laughs) And the girl says, that's my brother. He's in trouble now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> By the way, I totally would have been the kid hanging out in the abandoned mine. In fact, I was when I was a kid because my dad would help us find abandoned mines. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't grow up around abandoned mines, but that seems like a place where it's like, yeah, we should hang out here because, you know, we might slip in the dark and die. I just Ooh, take a flashlight. Don't be dumb, Steve. Yeah, that's true. All right. Hand me your cup full of ice. I'm gonna pour you a shot. And that that scene clearly just exists so they can go back to it later. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. That's good. Wow. I mean, that's gonna be the ex machina of the movie. Well, <laughs> one of several ex machinas. We'll get to that though. So, Was, so, so have the you re- introduced Grandma yet? No, not. Oh, well, oh, yeah, kinda. We. We mentioned her back at the beginning, <laughs> and, and they do mention that Grandma is her is Sarah Connor's ex husband's mother, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was kind of weird too. It's like, all right, they're, they're close. That's cool. By the way, where's the ex husband? <laughs> he died. He died in a volcano. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he went. He was the uh, the young lover in the hot spring earlier. <laughs> Obviously, oh, wow. he died of Disney disease. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's Dante's Peak. exactly no hard eating in this one (laughs) actually you know what dante's peak less dark than that movie (laughs) 
It really is less dark than Lone Ranger. It's true. <laughs> and there are so many boiled corpses in this movie. <laughs> More boiled corp- corpses are less than Disney's Lone Ranger. Yeah, that's true. Wait, wait. Uh, and oh. it- which one is more racist? <laughs> oh. oh, there's not even a question on that one. <laughs> Although, wait till we get to the second movie. <laughs> oh yeah, Volcano, we can uh, start talking about that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, right, we finally got our uh, our shots of Captain Morgan, so cheers. Cheers, Brendan. Bottoms up. Mm, I said mm. it once, and I'll say it again. That's a damn smooth rum. Yeah. Everything I learned from movies this week is brought to you by <laughs> Captain Morgan. No, uh, <laughs> we wish Captain Morgan. If you guys are out there listening, we would love you to sponsor everything I learned from movies. Our beer every week will be Captain Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Captain That's Morgan, right. if you just want to send me shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're we're good with what coasters and spinoff bottles. I don't know, like the black, whatever. <laughs> I want to try the black. I want to try the black. Captain Morgan, make that shit happen. You know what they say, Steve. Once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> That's Captain Morgan. Black. <laughs> that should be their slogan. <laughs> the ladies' favorites. <laughs> yes, uh, so we hear you have the white rum? Uh, I do have the white rum. I actually am uh, mixing it with some Pepsi. Not a lot, but... I'm not a big rum shots guy. All right, we're having ours over a little bit of ice. We have the original spice drum. Okay. Yeah, delightful. Spiced or so, white uh, is What kind of good. notes are you getting off of yours? Off of my rum? Yes. Um, we talk about the flavors of our alcohol on this podcast sometimes. It's <laughs> um it tastes a little bit like Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm assuming that you probably take yours in a similar way to our other Brendan from Canada uh, on our, our last uh, international podcast where you do about a half a cup of more of rum and uh, where the, the Coke or the Pepsi just jumps right out. Yeah, I don't it, it, I just like I think I listened to last uh, the last episode you recorded and uh, yeah, just to give it a little bit of color. Like he said. Exactly. Kind of like a Long Island iced tea. You just need that shot of Coke for the color. Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't really do any kind of liquor straight. Not even on ice? I can do, like, I, I've done, like, whiskey. That's about it. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. Shots are uh, hitting me in my old age. I don't know. Yeah, uh, all, They're all. hitting you in your Native American, honey. Uh, that too. But. <laughs> Weirdly enough, tequila shots, 100% okay with. Oh, See, Steve is the opposite. That's that's my kryptonite, man. That's like, <laughs> take a shot of that, I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm done, everybody. Sorry. The, yeah. Go vomit. <laughs> the first night I had tequila, I got a drive home in a shopping cart. So, Oh. <laughs> good memories. Nice. <laughs> The first time I had vodka, we played bumper cars with shopping carts in our cars, pushing shopping carts around a parking lot. Excellent. Wow. It was raspberry <laughs> stoli. It was awful. Ugh. Raspberry vodka? Ugh. And I had horrible. a 75 Ford Courier pickup that, <laughs> <laughs> that I was hitting shopping carts with. <laughs> nice. Because I'm classy. 
All right, well, Dante's Peak, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what a great falls, film! I don't know what happens with it. <laughs> so, all right, so they're, they they call a city hall, yep, uh, like a city hall meeting, and everybody's like, "Yeah, so a volcano is going to go off, but you guys don't want to evacuate for some reason." I mean, no. Their question is, "When will the volcano go off?" And Pierce Brosnan says, "Well, I don't know. It could be a day. It could be a week. It could be eight months from now." And they said, "Why would we evacuate down if it's not going to go off for eight months? And you don't even know if it's going to go off at all." And they, then they were like, "The volcano's extinct." And he says, "No, it's dormant. It's just sleeping. It could wake up at any time." And they're like, "Yeah, whatever. It hasn't gone off. So why would it go off?" Yeah. <laughs> Four bad decisions. That's the way I see it. I don't know. And they were offended. He would even call this meeting. <laughs> did you Did you guys think it was funny how they did this whole a very cliche thing with Pierce Brosnan where he's all he actually has a line where he says, "Well, I've always been better at sniffing out volcanoes than people." Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's and that's just it. It's like he he in like in that meeting or like in the conversations he had with his bosses and stuff already could have been like, "Look, this is based on scientific evidence. I'm just trying to save motherfuckers' lives." You yeah. know, no whoop. But if you don't want like a death count in the thousands or tens of thousands or whatever, it's only ten to seven thousand, honey. You can't get to ten thousand <laughs> if you're under under it. I'm sure there's tourists. <laughs> no, that's why they need the investors so they can get tourists. The tourists yeah, are true. the tourists are in the most desirable place, not the second. That's right. That's right. They're in Tahoe, not Dante's Peak. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that that was another question I had. Is like, oh, second place. What's first first on that list? Well, there, there is that Hugged in Utah. <laughs> oh, there we go. There is that old man that when he says they're the second, he's like, I don't know what the first is. Some yank town. He like yeah. has like a some yank town back yeah. east, yeah, <laughs> West Virginia, yeah, so like uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. <laughs> it's definitely you know, South Carolina has always been known for its quality of living. It's yeah. definitely New York City, you guys. <laughs> yes, it's Utica, Utica, New York. <laughs> They're making a comeback. Ooh, you know where it is? Lake Placid. <laughs> well yeah they only have to deal with yeah. one crocodile Ugh, call back no i don't know <laughs> all right so so then was it during the city hall meeting when the volcano goes off no that's no his boss much comes later. in and says uh sorry for my guy he overreacts since his wife died uh Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> shut up and go away sorry <laughs> Listen, ever since his stupid wife died, he's just been overreacting. He's just a big baby. He's just been such a bitch, am I right? God, he whines about every little tremor. Like, we get uh, yeah, it. Like, Your well, wife died. Situation, you don't have to evacuate the town. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, you need to take a vacation. Uh, by the way, one of the ladies at City Hall here uh, thinks you're hot. Also, she's about to lose her position at City Hall because nobody fucking believes her. And she's the one who called the stupid meeting that none of us want to be at and we're all arguing about. And Purse Preston says, like, well, I think maybe I'll hang out with the team. And his boss says, no, you're suspended for two weeks. Like, go the fuck home. <laughs> yeah. And then he stays in the town. But then, like, in the next scene or, like, two scenes from then, he's just back on the team. Like, they just skip over that two weeks. Yeah, there's there's because no, it wasn't two like, weeks. He just went back to the thing, and yeah. they were like, "Well, we're not going to send one of our best guys home who's working without pay." 
He can work for free. We don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he's the one that knows what all these instruments do. We're just kind of here to, you know, watch bleeping screens and stuff. Something from NASA! Can we, oh, can we talk about that one crew member who loves coffee? Oh, yes, the the guy who was also in the fantastic uh, movie Congo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Love Congo. That guy's amazing. What was his best line from Congo, honey? <laughs> uh, God, there's so many. Was when he's like, talking about his buddy Claude? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Claude, that's an unusual name. How do you know How do you know about the names from Umbara? I don't. I don't know. It's unusual anywhere. I can I go home now? <laughs> did you guys? Just a quick side note for Congo, because I know you guys did Congo. Did yes, you? We did. did you ever hypothesize that Tim Curry was just his character was just doing a fake accent the whole time? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was so certain. Like in the last ten minutes, he's gonna be like, "I'm sorry, my name's Stan. I'm from New Jersey. Please don't kill me." Please get me out of here. I'll make it worth your while. Definitely. A hundred percent. I was waiting for him to just knock it off. Although Hakama Hormaka is in the book. He really is, yeah. We had to look that up. We did, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, we want to get Tim Curry in this movie somehow. Uh, let's make a roll for him. Oh, Michael Crichton books. They've so gotten the short end of that stick. <laughs> they... They don't make. They're up there with Stephen King for like worst movie adaptations. They really are. So you got. That's for another week. We're talking about Dante's Peak. Damn it! (laughs) I was gonna say Jurassic Park, Congo, (laughs) timeline. (laughs) (laughs) But when the T one thousand has to go back into uh, fifteenth century France to rescue his comrades, that's right. That sounds. Throw in Gerard Butler and a time travel machine full of mirrors, and you've got timeline. That's a real movie. Oh, have you not seen Timeline? No. Oh, it's it's Paul Walker going back into time to 15th century France with Gerard Butler to save uh, Billy Connolly. And the T-1000 is their bodyguard. Yeah. It is fantastic. Oh, my God. (laughs) You you can also listen to our podcast and we pretty much explain how awesome it is. And the book is actually a really good book. Yeah, Michael Crane books are good. You sold like, me with... actually rooted in fact and stuff. Yeah. You, know? you sold me with yeah. Jerry Butts and Paul Walker. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Can we just uh, talk Jerry about Butts, that movie? I'm just joking. Yeah, also, cannot forget Sphere. One uh, of our Sphere. other classics. Yes. Which folds into my, uh, my trilogy of movie conspiracy. Brandon, I don't know if you know this or not, but... Uh, the event horizon when it disappears for the seven years from its universe <laughs> it goes back in time and becomes the sunken 500 year old american spaceship in sphere and then when they release the sphere uh they gather that data to build the virgil which is the as steve says the laser train to hell in the core which gives them the technology to then in the future from that build the event horizon i think you might be onto something Right? <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is one of our cinematic universes we have to build out of necessity to not just say, these guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> no, if you watch those movies in the order of Event Horizon, Sphere, and Core, it makes total 100%. It makes much more sense than those movies do individually. <laughs> oh. So yeah, no for everybody out there, I guess. <laughs> This is my theory, honey. Mm. 
So Dante's Peak. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you want to play a good drinking game, take a drink every time Steve says so. Every time Steve says so, Dante's Peak. Yeah. Okay. So listen to our past episode when how many times I have to mention. So maximum conviction. <laughs> maximum overdrive. My favorite character is the big truck with a smiley face. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So I Dante's Peak. Yeah. <laughs> everything I learned from movies drink a game how many times can Izzy derail Steve I gotta have more hard liquors on ice cause that Captain Morgan is really smooth we have Brennavin we brought back from Iceland oh god that's right we gotta pop open that bottle we have the opal we brought back from Iceland and apparently now it doesn't contain chloroform guys I have know. I have a note here that says their babysitter is Lainey Boggs from She's All That oh <gasps> Is she really? No, I think I think it's just because she had the overalls. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, because I don't remember like showing the, like the babysitter's face, just like the side profile, and she's like, "Oh yeah, they're asleep upside." Okay, bye. No, and unfortunately, like, yeah. I don't think it was Rachel Lee Cook, but I mean, that's a, immediately who I thought of when I saw her. I can see that. Eh. I'm looking it up now. I'm looking yeah, it up like, now. Good old IMDb is going to bail us out, but. Okay, so... Come at me, IMDb. Oh, IMDb. So, okay, so I don't remember exactly when the volcano goes off. Like, wait, oh. was it during City Hall? Because I seem to remember there being, like, a big, like... It goes people off... People running over each other and stuff. Right? Yeah, uh, it goes off... Um, well, first there's the clue when he runs the water. And it comes oh, out yeah, as, like... Yeah. It, well, and it's supposed to be, like, lava-ish, but it just looked to me like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, like mud and sulfur or whatever, yeah. but yeah, it looks like liquid shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, it's definitely City Hall, because they're like, okay, so this is the plan, and then, boom, it goes off. And everybody's, like, in the, the basketball court or whatever, and, like, everything's shaken, and that one guy gets trampled, and... Yeah. Everybody's trying to get to a br- the one bridge out of town, which is, like... Okay, that might be a flaw in your evacuation plan right there. <laughs> yeah, their evacuation okay, I can't plan find is really a babysitter. good. Babysitter, it keeps bringing up adventures and babysitting in Dante's Peak. If oh, is there a crossover movie? Wait, what? Yeah, say <laughs> no, no. Just my Google is skewed because of my various googling references. Mm, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the volcano's going off. Everybody's trying to get out of town. There's people driving like dick holes trying to cross the bridge, which probably the most believable part of this movie. You forgot about the Cypress Freeway collapse. To go when, on. So there's the two ways out of town. Yeah. One was via the freeway, and it yeah. collapsed just like the Cypress Freeway. That's right. Womp womp right. to make it super dark. Uh, and so then the bridge becomes the only way out of town. That's right. Okay, uh, there was the one, the the other freeway that immediately collapsed on itself. Yeah. And, and for and those basketball. of you who don't know what the Cypress Freeway is, during the uh, the Loma Prieta earthquake out here in San Francisco, a section of the Oakland uh, freeway collapsed, and hundreds of people were killed. One person survived. Whoa! It was very dark. Wah wah! <laughs> Just to bring it down. <laughs> Because Dante's Peak, actually, you know, Dante's Peak is a very uplifting movie, so how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? There were at least three people that survived this volcano. <laughs> no, they got most of the people yeah, out. most of the people got out. Because yeah. remember, they have the whole thing when uh, when they are, when 
Pierce Brosnan and his hot girlfriend are trying to rescue the not-a-grandma with the grandkids. They get the call, we evacuated the town. Everyone's out. You need to get out of there. Yeah, everyone's out except for the the team and those four dumbasses that went up to get grandma. (laughs) Basically, Because the kids drive a car. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's right. The kids stealing the car and driving up there, and there was nothing. Like, there what? was. There was nothing to set that up. Yeah. Like it's just like. Yeah, they could drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got this. They're they're oh. they're ten years old. They and, know what they're doing. And he knows that road apparently quite well because he can't fucking see through yes, all the shit. ash. And he's not swerving at all. Like he's driving like a regular person. Yeah. He is straight up driving like uh, like the cars drive in Jurassic Park on the track. Yeah, he is yeah. Ryan Gosling in Drive. <laughs> yeah, totally. And 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 I, I I didn't look into this too hard. I'm pretty sure his head isn't going over the dashboard when he's driving because he's like holding up <laughs> on the steering wheel, going side to side. And... How is he hitting the gas? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, if you guys remember, Grandma's dog goes missing, Scruffy. So I'm gonna go ahead and blame Scruffy for that. <laughs> oh, Scruffy hitting the gas? Yeah. When okay, Sc- that makes sense. When Scruffy <laughs> was in danger, I was like, "No, you don't kill this dog." Movie. Yeah, right. Scruffy's an awesome dog, and I just want to mention that I'm pretty sure that uh, he's a uh, Portuguese Pandango, but the uh, the large one. Oh, pretty like sure. it's like it's two different that- dogs. <laughs> So That's right, babe. It's a big old fluffy scruffy dog. Oh, I thought you were so, saying they were played by two different breeds. <laughs> Portuguese Pandango? Mm-mm. I thought you meant that the dog was played by two two different dogs, and that was one of the breeds. Oh, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it was, but I'm pretty sure both breeds were Portuguese Pandangos. Is the other one a stunt dog? <laughs> Get the stunt dog! <laughs> All right, Charlie. Yeah, no, we're they gonna... usually have multiple dogs. No, stunt but... dogs. Stunt dogs. But Portuguese pandangos come in a couple of sizes, and the... I'm pretty sure he's the jumbo one because the little ones are like the size of Steve's shoe. Yeah, that's, that's pretty small. <laughs> little known uh, fact: Steve actually has giant clown shoes right now. Uh, he does wear size 14s, but still, for dog size, that's <laughs> questionable. It's 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 almost cat sized. <laughs> Uh, so, under 40 so, so they go up to cat and cats are useless yeah. <laughs> in the words of ron swanson if it's under 25 pounds it's a cat and cats are useless <laughs> isn't there is it is it that movie or maybe I mean, is it that show or is it something else where they said all cats are girls and all dogs are boys <laughs> it's, oh, it, it sounds, sounds like a right? ron swanson yeah. i think i so. mean that's just a scientific fact well yeah i don't know <laughs> I'm gonna go oh. ahead and question your logic there with the acid lake. Uh, <laughs> you... Yeah, so we're about to come to the acid lake because yeah. they've rescued Grandma. The road's washed out, but not before yeah. they sing "Row, row, row your boat." No, well, oh. that's after the motor died. Right, right. Sorry. And they're cruising along, and they're trying to release the tension. And not only do they sing it, they sing it in a round. Yeah. I, I would not have the concentration for that if I were about to die in a boiling pad of acid, but that's just me. And yeah, yeah, they're, they've got it synced pretty well. Yeah, yeah, they really, professionally, I would say, it's like, row, 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 and no one stops and goes, what the fuck are you guys doing? We're about to die! They got that way more on point than any of my summer camp kids I've been trying to get to singing around. Well, you know what you gotta do now? You gotta fill the lake with acid, and the tension will ramp up the excitement, 
and improve the sinking. It's called oh my con- God. it's called consequences, sweetie. Steve, can I get eighty kids into a boat in a lake of acid? <laughs> that sounds like a lot of acid. <laughs> that sounds. Like- and these are little rich kids. <laughs> oh. uh, but uh, yeah, so they're they're going to die. Uh, <laughs> because they're in a boiling vat of acid known as a lake in this uh, wonderful rowboat. Uh, 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 and they're almost to shore. They're so close they can almost reach out and touch it. And then what happens, Brendan? <laughs> Grandma jumps out of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma jumped the shark and into the water. <laughs> she pulls the boat. Well, I think she pulls the boat, but like, no, I don't. Wait, does she pull the boat? Does she try yeah, to? She pulls the boat. She does. Okay, yeah. okay. Because when I yeah, first, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she pulled it, and everybody's yelling. They're like, "What are you doing? No, <laughs> stop it! What are you doing? Get back in the boat!" I had to rewind Chris it. Brosnan had been paddling the boat with his arm just wrapped in a flannel and was just fine. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows flannels are acid proof. <laughs> that's why. That's why everyone wears flannels. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, duh. You don't, you don't hear about sheep dying in pools of acid, right? I've never heard of anybody in Portland dying from an acid bath. <laughs> Fact. Challenge, <laughs> listeners. Prove us wrong. Send, send us your news clips of people dying <laughs> of acid baths in Portland or Seattle or wherever. Good know. luck. Wherever flannels are number one. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Dante so they speak. make it ashore, but Grandma... Grandma's doing pretty bad with her her wounds. Oh, they haul her across the land into mourning, yeah, because she has to die in her granddaughter's arms later. <laughs> her, <Aww>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, I, I still don't know why they made the distinction that it was her ex husband's mother. Yeah, it was it was her daughter in law kind of thing. They could it's still. Like, oh no! I guess. No. I guess they were trying to make like a little bit of tension, but. It just seemed weird to me. <laughs> yeah, it, like, like, like a little bit of concern for her, but you know she's going to die, so don't get too attached. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's why. I think it's so that that way then the mom can tell the kids, like, no, leave grandma's body, we have to go. Yeah. It would seem like she was a sociopath if it was like, leave my mother's leave, body in the forest leave, and we need to go. Leave my mo- mother's smoldering corpse alone. <laughs> I got shit to do. Yeah, I think it's easier for us to say goodbye. Also, it... it creates that like tension of like oh these kids their grandmothers the last thing they have to the last connection they have left to their father yeah who died of disney disease again this movie is kind of dark yeah i mean it's no disney flick but (laughs) so yeah so then they find a forest service truck oh that's right and they are driving this great old big old 70s pickup which i mean to be fair if you're going to be escaping a volcano that's what i would want to be in um and then comes the uh, the second most egregious offense, in my opinion, in the entire movie, of all of the logic flaws. They drive the vehicle across hot lava, yes. it catches on fire, and then they're able to continue down the road. Like, the tires didn't pop and burn, and the entire thing wasn't just a boiling ball of fire, because we all know 70s gas tanks are meant to, to hold up. <laughs> also, we, we said... Like, you know, we criticize the grandma at points and the kids for being stupid. But Pierce Brosnan in this movie, he... Yeah. That, okay, there's a helicopter that's supposed to rescue his, like, team or whatever. It crashes. He sees it and says, send a fire rescue team there. Like, I'm, or uh, uh, fire services. I'm sorry, but it, 
there's a volcano going, I don't think fire services is going to put out a, hel- a helicopter. Look, I don't yeah, think I think they already they left have, town. They uh, were like the first ones across that bridge. I don't think they have time for that, Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they knew the risk. Oh, so the guy that was charging like 15 grand or whatever for oh, flights out of town or whatever. That was insane. Right. He's like, we got we got to we got to send this rescue chopper. Oh, he just asked for more money. <laughs> don't think you can negotiate in the middle of a fucking rescue operation. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, and then my whole thing is like, again, having grown up in California where we have a lot of uh, fire helicopters that we uh, between us and Colorado, we have the two largest fire putting out helicopter services. We can dispatch our helicopters, and I think they can be like from California to Colorado in like four hours, which is really fucking quick considering that's what fifteen hundred miles. Mm-hmm. Um, they could easily just be like, "Hey, fuck you, local guy. We got another one here in like forty-five minutes." Yeah, but is it? But is that going to be fast enough? And 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 how Obviously did it is. how did he give him the money? Yeah, uh, uh, that was their thing. Like, I know in 1997 they don't have like Venmo and shit like that going on, where it's like, uh, uh, there you go. Yeah, he didn't pay him. In, right, cool. He didn't pay him in bitcoins. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Ghostbusters, this magnificent meal right here represents the last of the petty cash. <laughs> yeah, they're not walking around with 15 grand in cash. That's for sure, per person. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, sir. Oh, yeah, you can totally you can totally have my uh, brand new uh, Mercedes S class that's sitting in my my driveway right now. That bitch is under lava. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Do you think Sarah Connor missed her missed uh, the fact that she wasn't the mayor anymore, or the, her coffee shop Ooh. after the lava took over the town? I think she missed her coffee shop more. She yeah. seems to really be into coffee. The, the city kind of seemed to run itself. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, there's got to be nothing going on in that city if she can do both. I just, yeah. I'm still hung <laughs> up on that. It's one of those things like, sorry, if, if you need me from 8 a.m. or 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. whenever my coffee shop is open, I'm just not available. <laughs> she's, I'm sorry. And she's clearly the only one that works there. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe the kids work there or something, but then that's a little gray area with, like, child labor laws. And Hey, I mean, everybody knows how much free time small business owners have. That's true. Yeah, it's a very non-demanding job. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, where are we? Oh, yeah, the the smoldering uh, forest ranger truck just Remember, drove Remember, gentlemen, we still have a whole other movie to yeah, get to. Oh, my gosh, this is going to take forever. Uh, <laughs> stick with us everybody worth it um, <laughs> so they get across uh, oh my gosh where'd they go after that uh, they just basically go to the mine yeah we're, That's pretty all that much, we're pretty much wrapping up the movie right yeah, yeah. they get they get to the mine where the uh, the, the kid was hiding but out before Pierce Brosnan crashes the truck into the mine <laughs> oh, Jesus as Christ. a super cloud is destroying the city <laughs> shattering in t- like brick buildings throwing cars around like it's nothing because that's what clouds of dust do yeah <laughs> it's it's turning to like sharknado levels of, <laughs> of shit going down around there yeah uh and yeah they, they get to the mine they go nice and deep uh <laughs> oh god just get in there ah oh, they're just mm. elbow deep in it yeah they, get, get out of yeah, this volcano yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they and they reach a point where it's like, oh wait, I should probably go back for the flashlight. No, so they find. Oh they no, find, the radio, right? No, no, Jesus, you weren't even paying attention. No, they I find wasn't. the kids' hideout, and the kids like, oh, I got chips and water and shit down here. Oh, and these all these gas lanterns, yeah. because I'm apparently awesome. And then uh, Pierce Brosnan remembers that he's got the uh, the NASA. Uh, beacon in the back of the truck so he runs back grabs the nasa beacon uh in which point once he enters the truck the truck starts getting crushed yeah and uh he is oh he has a really really nasty compound fracture that was really unneeded unnecessary yeah i must have looked Uh, away was it graphic it was pretty much you saw the bone pop out oh okay they they showed the bone pop out of his elbow it's pretty I'm sensitive to that stuff. I'm I must have. I must have just missed it. No, because I do actually. There's movies where, uh, when, whenever there's a movie where you see, a, we actually see like a bone snap or something. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally not okay with that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that happens. He crawls into the truck. The truck's getting crushed by rocks. He flips the beacon, and then uh, it cuts to the team. Oh, we forgot the part where his boss gets murdered on the uh, on the bridge. On the bridge. Uh... So his team is escaping his. Boss is following the teams in military vehicles. The boss is following in their little red van. Um, the military vehicles make it across the bridge. The bridge gets flooded. The van can't make it. The boss makes every wrong move. He tries the gun instead of just getting out and walking. And then when he realizes he needs to get out and like jump off the thing, it's already too late. He gets uh, murdered by the volcano. Yeah. Nope. Uh, the team goes back to their, like, I don't know, their headquarters offsite and. Uh, yeah. Oh, and yep. one of the guys has a massively broken leg. Oh, and and the other crazy thing is that Pierce Brosnan at first tells his team, like, oh, just wait for me. I'll be right there. Yeah. I'll be there in ten minutes, he said. In the middle of this yeah. volcano. Yeah, I just gotta go to the heart of this volcano to save this old bra. Then I'm gonna come back with Sarah Connor and we're gonna be out. Yeah, so don't move from your location. As uh, as as cinema sins would say, the power of owners is strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing with the with the boss being swept away with the bridge or whatever. <laughs> he he just gave this look at the rest of the team like it was like, avenge me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we skipped one of my the other really egregious parts. Uh, apparently, Sarah Connor before she goes and rescues her kids drives a Ford Bronco with a snorkel on it for no goddamn reason in the entire world. Yes! Yes! Through the water! (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot the whole scene where they're crossing the water and then they're like gonna sink or whatever. Another another car inexplicably hits them. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, Brandon. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say another car inexplicably hits them. Yeah. Because other cars start following them into the river, and he's like, oh no, they're idiots. They don't have a snorkel on their car. And I'm just like, why? Why would anyone in just like this rural mountain town have a snorkel on their vehicle? The only reason why you would have it is if you're fording rivers all day long, and these people aren't doing that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so yeah, the, the cars are just like floating around the river, and then one of them smacks them and smacks them right into shore like a goddamn ping pong ball because that's how physics work! <laughs> Um, I've got a question for both of you. Because mm-hmm. I know who I would pick, but who do you think is the worst actor in this movie? Worst performance? Worst performance? Uh, the I children. Mean, yeah, it's got to be one of the kids. I'm thinking like the... I remember the girl being especially like... You, you don't want to do a second take? You don't want <laughs> to try that one more time? Yeah, mine is the girl in the crew. 
And I'll tell you why. There's a moment, like, later on, when you, you talk about the NASA thing, like, they he finds the beacon and alerts them, right? Um, and one of the guys says, thank you, NASA. And when they save him later, she has this ridiculous line, unnecessary line, where she says, yeah, when, when we saw it, he said, thank you, NASA. <laughs> Like, yeah. like, what? Yeah, he, yeah, that was pretty bad. We literally just saw that. <laughs> she also yeah. says, she also says, it's like Pompeii. Like, her, she's... Coming next week, Pompeii on... No, <laughs> she's the worst. So yeah, so that's person. pretty much Dante's Peak. They get rescued thanks to NASA um, yeah. after like three days or something. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's just fine being partially crushed by cars. He goes yeah. up and he gives everybody a handshake. Yeah, everybody, like he shakes everybody's hand, blah, blah, blah. Thrilled but, to be alive, blokes. Yeah, thrilled thrilled to be alive. <laughs> jolly ho, jolly ho. Uh, the thing that got me, though, like specifically in that last little yes. scene where like everybody's I know okay what you're going to say, do it. <laughs> their teeth are so fucking white. <laughs> like nothing happened. Like. <laughs> Like, they haven't been eating their own shit for the last yeah, few days. exactly. Like, Pierce Brosnan hasn't been in a goddamn tin tomb known as a 78 Ford Bronco or whatever the fuck he was trapped in. How about that bitch? just like... Oh. Oh, Go I ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. Go for it. I was just going to say, how about that really sexy romantic embrace at the end? Yeah, the hug. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, it's like, no... I'm getting wet. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting, I'm getting in this, Sarah Bitch, Connor. But Sarah Connor, I saved your children and you from a volcano. I deserve a blowjob. Did they even? Did they even hug? Because I all I remember is them getting into the chopper and like the handshake. Was it just the handshake? It was yeah, just he a, put his arm around her, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I don't, it, was, it was. Maybe when they were getting out, but I think when they got in the helicopter, they literally just had like a wrist handshake. Oh. That's good show, worse. good show, old chop, good show. Maybe I was watching my own movie where it was like immediately followed by James Bond banging Sarah Connor and I feel outro, oh, honey, we like, had tapped like, out, we like, tapped like out by Fifth them. Element, yeah. No, well, they didn't, they didn't even, they didn't even kiss in this movie, so that makes me think they did not like each other on set. Yeah, I, I would assume so. Well, uh, that might be in my fun facts here. Let fun me see. Facts. Oh, fun facts is fun, fun facts. Got a couple fun facts, uh, courtesy of IMDb and various other websites. Uh, let's see. Well, fun fact, uh, cast and crew of this movie found themselves in a distribution race with 20th Century Fox, who are producing a similarly themed potential blockbuster volcano at the same time. Uh, due to a sped up production schedule, Dante's Peak reached the cinema almost three months earlier than Volcano and had by far the best box office success. (laughs) Spoiler alert on that one. (laughs) But both still profited somehow. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they Crazy. they made money. I mean, ninety seven. I'm trying to think what like Academy Award winner for ninety seven was. Oh. But, I'm looking it up uh, now. You know? Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, another fun fact: the volcanic ash was uh, really fine newspaper shavings. <laughs> yeah. That, that... Any guesses on uh, who was originally set to play the lead in this movie as uh, the volcanologist? Ooh, ooh, ooh. So this is 97, right? 97, yeah. Mm. Ah, man. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Nicolas Cage. Ooh. Close. Michael Douglas. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, God. Does that mean it was going to yeah. be Michael Douglas and Linda Hamilton? 
Oh, I, I'm actually thinking like maybe Michael Douglas and like Kathleen Turner as the mayor of Dante's Peak. There you go. A little, rom- little romancing the stone reboot. That got awesome. Well, like guys, it. would you like to know some Academy Award-winning movies from 1997? Yes, please. A uh, little tiny movie called Titanic came out. Oh that shit, year. that's right. Uh, sorry, um, what was the name of that little film again? I <laughs> you may not have heard of it. It kind of slid under the radar. Titanic. Uh, oh sure, okay. Another indie film, uh, not many people watched. <laughs> Jerry Maguire came out that movie. Hmm. Here that year. Wait, ninety seven. That's what it says. Also, another little movie uh, that not many people uh, watched or have heard of. Independence Day. Oh shit! Um, another one that uh, I know nobody here in this room has seen since it probably came out. Uh, the English Patient. I've well, actually, I've, seen English. I've actually never seen it ever. I have. It is horrible. Oh, it's so goddamn <laughs> long. Uh, oh, and then another little film that. Um, oh, Face Off is ninety-seven, wasn't uh, it? <laughs> another little film it that I, I know didn't spawn any kind of spin-offs or anything. Um, Fargo? <laughs> That's actually oh, the one TV of... show? <laughs> yeah, this was really, really rough year for films. Wait, you guys uh... don't like Fargo? Oh, I love... Oh, no, no, the movie's awesome. I um, yeah. Apparently okay. you've not listened to every episode of our podcast, <laughs> because uh, when I was a child, we owned a snow globe of Fargo. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. That's how much my family enjoyed Fargo. Yeah, yeah I love me some Fargo. So yeah, that's the fun facts I got for Dante's Peak. So now on to my choice for best film. <laughs> Volcano. By the way, both least... of these movies are exactly an hour and 43 minutes long. That is really oh, wow. weird. Yeah. Wow, I don't know that. Uh, so Volcano uh, comes from director Mick Jackson. What did he make? Who's he, Steve? Uh, he did movies called L.A. Story. The Bodyguard. What? Uh, then he made this and, and a bunch of TV episodes here and there. Oh, That's... he he didn't make anything between The Bodyguard and this? No, apparently not. Wow. Yeah. That's a, it's a good eight-year gap or whatever, well, right? And The Bodyguard was one of the biggest moneymakers of all time. Hell yeah. That was... That was... Uh, definitely... At least the soundtrack, I know, was a top seller. <laughs> yeah. No, I th- I honestly think that was like... I think that's in the top, like, 20 or something, or at least for that year, it was a big hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely made money. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so Volcano stars uh, Tommy Lee Jones um, as, as I, I don't know his official position, but it's apparently I can do whatever I want in the city of Los Angeles when an emergency happens. Yeah, sounds right. Um, and then Anne Heche as the, uh, the geologist who says... Ah, a volcano's gonna go off. You guys are crazy. Uh, yeah, we get, we gotta evacuate twenty million people to live in Los Angeles like now. I really enjoy this movie partially because Tommy Lee Jones is a charismatic motherfucker. Sure, and um, he actually tried tries to do the right thing. Everything is going wrong for him, but he's really, really trying to do his job efficiently. Yeah, and save his daughter. And save his daughter, <laughs> who looks really familiar, and I can't place her. Yeah, I don't know. I think I just assumed that she was one of the background characters from Clueless or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, I think we looked into it because we were thinking like, oh, it might be like one of those like Eliza Dushku in True Lies kind of things, and it, like she grew up to be Charlize Theron or something, or uh, <laughs> or Jennifer Lawrence or something. But yeah, she's 
been in like a couple TV things. That was about all we saw. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, also in this movie, Don Cheadle as a Tiny yeah. Lee Jones assistant. Oh, I love me some Don Cheadle. And what's his uh, face from Drew Carey, the Drew Carey's brother. Yes. yes, John John Carroll Lynch. Yeah. yeah, and he wasn't wearing a dress in this one, <laughs> unfortunately. Or Zodiac killing people. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> uh, we also have Keith David as the uh, lieutenant with the LAPD. Uh, uh, John Corbett as the asshole boyfriend. That's of, who that uh, was. Asian doctor, I forget her name. But. He was an unneeded character. Yeah, yeah. It, he literally that storyline literally went nowhere. It really did because yeah. he said, "Oh, I think you're so that you didn't feel bad for them blowing up a empty apartment building." Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you're He's gonna like, help well, these we... sick people." Okay, bye. I'm out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm out. I'm gonna go to Malibu or some shit. <laughs> Right. And like, cool, we're gonna blow up your Millennium Tower or whatever and use it to divert a volcano. To be fair, the building that they blow up in the movie uh, Volcano looks less like a butt plug than the actual Millennium Tower. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, seriously, Brandon, Google San Francisco Millennium Tower and you tell me if it doesn't look like a butt plug. I'm doing that right now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah, the movie Volcano um there's a city called Los Angeles in California, USA. Uh, <laughs> perhaps you've heard of it. Uh, it It's basically on top of a volcano slash tar pit kind of thing. And it just decides to go off one day. The La Brea tar pits do exist, honey. It's oh, a they real do. thing. I've, I've actually been there, sweetie. How about you? I haven't. And I've mm. lived here my whole life. Mm, uh, except for that one small sip. Just a quick oh, update. Oh, did you find the picture of the butt plug? Quick update from the world of Google. The Millennium Tower in San Francisco does, in fact, look like a butt plug. <laughs> That's you're, confirmation, everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> from an impartial third party. <laughs> it's kind of mesmerizing. <laughs> what would have been really weird is if we've been like it actually looks like the Desmond Model 23 butt plug of which I am a proud owner of three no, yeah I... definitely not like the newer model but like <laughs> you know. like the 2006 th- version definitely yeah for sure for sure <laughs> well it goes perfectly with Coit Tower which if you look that up C-O-I-T which totally doesn't look like a penis coming out of the top of a hill my google bill is going to be through the roof <laughs> that's actually and how we get you're charged. welcome for getting you on a list that's how we get... welcome to san francisco that that's how we get charged in uh, canada for internet seriously no 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 okay i was gonna be I like whoa 20 canada. google image searches I mean... this year yeah say that uh <laughs> i guess that whole net neutrality thing's already been up there huh? <laughs> net neutrality's not working <laughs> uh, so you're saying, yeah? E- oh, oh dear! <laughs> it's a fire hose. It's well, a monument to the firemen from 1906. Well, I mean, this is San Francisco. <laughs> I know, all, and now we have two monuments to San Francisco. All that's all I'm gonna say. Who? <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> hey, next time you decide to come out and visit, come say hi to us. Next right, time I'm in San Francisco, yep. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> And I assume next time we're in Fredericton, we'll uh, go go get a pint of maple syrup and uh, Molson. And, <laughs> yeah, we just drink it by the pint here. 
Yeah. <laughs> in our in our igloos with our whale blubber sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, All right. I've seen Strange Brew. I know what's up. Brandon, can you dispel a nasty rumor that goes around the states here? <laughs> okay. Do you guys put maple syrup on lobsters? Uh, well, number one, I'm probably a bad Canadian because I don't eat lobster. And <gasps> number two, I have never, ever heard of or seen that before. Okay, All thank right. you. You guys heard it here for first, folks. Americans, they don't put maple syrup on their lobster. We're That's... expanding minds here on the Everything I Learned from Movies podcast. That is so volcano. <laughs> Take a drink. Oh, damn it. I'm almost out of Captain Morgan now. Oh, I'm almost out, too. Mm. We have a new movie. That means we need a new beverage. Yay! Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Yay! Uh, we got a beer here. Uh, do you still have uh, Captain Morgan on your end? I will be going from Captain Morgan's White Rum to Captain Morgan's White Rum. <laughs> Excellent choice, sir. Ooh, interesting choice. Uh, Fine vintage. We have the Sierra Nevada Beer Camp uh, Ginger Lager Edition, which is a lager brewed with ginger and cayenne fermented in oak barrels. Nice. In a collaboration that, with Surly Brewing Company. That sounds fancy. It's 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 actually a really good little beer. Uh, like with the ginger and everything. It's like ginger beer, but it'll get you drunk. <laughs> we have like oh, um, We have like uh, uh I don't even know. Like stuff like they're like winter warmer and stuff like that here. Um, oh yeah. But I generally I find those like kind of expensive. So I I'm, I'm a little bit on the cheap side for alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. That. Sierra Nevada is definitely a higher end beer, and I'm sure getting it imported, it's even more expensive. Yeah, but uh, it's a damn good beer. Steve and I have been attempting to. If we're gonna drink beer, we should drink good beer. So we've been trying to avoid the the gross stuff. Like out here, cheap stuff would be like Takati or uh, PBR. Yeah. Okay, I know yeah. PBR. I, I've never heard of Takati. You need to yeah. move closer to Mexico. Yeah, so it's, it's, <laughs> I've always it's said that. I've always said that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a Mexico beer, but uh, yeah, I mean it's just basic lager, you know. But uh, basic international. Actually, I, I'd say it's like Molson's, but Molson's actually pretty good. <laughs> I will say that this time the drink tastes a lot more rummy, but that's probably because over half my rum has gone in two drinks somehow. Hmm. Hmm. That's weird. You must have some sort of elf or troll sneaking around your uh, place. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely <laughs> not from. Rum. It's definitely not from me pouring it into my own glass. No, no. no. Well, yeah, the ginger lager. It's nice, smooth lager, but it has a little mm-hmm. ginger bite on the back end, and I really enjoy it. It's a cloudy. Uh, it's not kind actually of that cloudy. Golden. My cup is just cloudier because <laughs> of my fingerprints. But yeah, it's kind of like a dark straw color. It's got a white frothy head that dissipates quickly. Yeah, nice. Nice, sharp, bittery taste to it. Get a little bit of that cayenne. Very clean lager flavor. This is a delightful beer. Yeah, it's definitely one of our favorites from the, the beer camp pack that's out there right now for their one-offs. But... We certainly haven't gotten three growlers of it from the tap room around the corner. Not at all. Ooh, we do have growlers <laughs> here. We do have that here. Oh, nice. Yeah, gro- growlers are a godsend. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, I will say that one of my favorite parts... Uh, I've listened to a few of you, your guys' episodes, and... Uh, one of my favorite parts, and it hasn't happened yet, is when sometimes when you're pouring the beer and Izzy makes her joke and says, oh, my top. Yeah. Oh, you were talking. I already said that. Yeah. Oh, did you? I missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I, I don't know if you guys all know this. I record all of these podcasts without tops on. 
<laughs> yeah. It just I, is easier that way. I'm pretty much naked, but I keep bottoms on. That's just because I know the cats are going to try to sit on my lap, and better to be prepared. I, I like to cross-dress, but only when I record podcasts. Well, Ooh. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's, it's... So if we open another top, another uh, another beer here during this podcast, you can pop your top? Hey. Exactly. Excellent. All right. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> so volcano. Uh, <laughs> take a drink. Oh, take a drink. Uh, New drinking game. <laughs> all right. So so it's it starts off uh, a lot like Dante's Peak, where it's like little things happening, and like one of the subway stations or whatever gets shut down because magma melts a box car or something like that. No, no that's was... before that. Tommy Lee oh, Jones. What, what, what's the first... Oh, the exhaust in MacArthur Park. That's what it yes. is. That's Tommy, right. There's, Tommy there's... Lee Jones has a big black dildo on the counter. Yes. <laughs> you guys Tommy noticed that, right? part of an elite force that uh, if a natural disaster hurts Los An- hits Los Angeles... He can take over all the mayoral duties and can basically do whatever the fuck he pleases because that's a real thing because I've been to the city of Los Angeles and they have any sort of contingency plan for fucking anything. God damn that entire city. It's run by (laughs) morons. But uh, aside from that rant, um, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is in charge, which I would vote Tommy Lee Jones in charge. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Would you vote him or Garcetti or... um, (laughs) If you're running um, for mayor of Los Angeles? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the press conferences. <laughs> you have three choices. Garcetti, Via Retardo, or Tommy Lee Jones. Who are you voting? T- Tommy Lee Jones, hands down. <laughs> Sweetie, you could be like, you have three choices. Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, George Clooney, or Tommy Lee Jones for mayor oh, of Tom- Los Angeles. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. He seems yeah. the most capable. How about you, Brendan? <laughs> uh, I don't know who the other two were, but any other two, I would be like Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones has his shit together, right? Yeah, I would think so. It, now, can I ask a question? Did this movie come out after Men in Black? Oh, that I, is a good question. I'll look it up right now. I believe now. so. I think Men in Black, Men in Black, was like ninety five, ninety six. Or... Uh, no, it was the same year. That's why I'm asking. Was it the same year? Yeah, ninety seven. I think it was summer. So this came out July second. Oh, yeah, this was April ninety seven. So yeah, this would have come out first. Wow, interesting. Because you would think that um, I thought originally they released this because of the success of Men in Black. Oh, but no, I, I think it was because of the success of Dante's Peak. They decided to release <laughs> well, like, instead of going straight to VHS or whatever. Would have been at the time. yeah. Uh, like you guys, <laughs> I don't know if you guys usually do. I don't want to spoil anything if you guys usually read, like, the, the amount of money it made or anything. No, no go for it. No, go, no, for no, it. go for okay, it. Okay, because I was going to say, this one cost uh, $90 million, I read, and it made, which I don't know how, by the way. <laughs> no idea how that well, happened. It's all those amazing special effects of lava, but it's, go on. Yeah, and it made 122 so, I mean, it did make, like, more than its money back. Yeah, well, yeah, you throw in marketing and stuff, it's probably probably broke even maybe made a little money but it might it might maybe yeah yeah you're right because it compared it, it, to Dante... it didn't make no titanic money that's for sure <laughs> no because i mean compared to dante's peak which was 116 and made 178 so that one definitely you want to know what tommy lee jones movie was before volcano yes you guys this is the reason why he got cast in this <laughs> batman forever oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. 
You know who'd be a good a good person for this volcano movie? Two Face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who think I who I think should run the town? The guy who ran the town in Gotham until he got half his face blown like, off. Harvey Dent. <laughs> <laughs> face you can trust. And me. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Okay. We have just one. How? We have just one guy. We need to have two. How? To be fair, Harvey Dent has experience with both fire and explosions, and with governing. <laughs> How great would it have been if he had just played Two Face in this movie? Yeah, oh my right. god. Oh, oh my god. I totally oh would have. This would be legendary if that were the case. <laughs> Two Face instead of Van Hesha had uh, Drew Barrymore and. Uh, <laughs> Debbie yes. Mazar, the sugar and spice or whatever. Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't wasn't one of them uh, Ellie L. McPherson? No, no, that was uh, uh, George Clooney's girlfriend in Batman and Robin. Oh, right, right, right. I knew she was no, in no, one was, of them. It was Drew, Drew Barrymore and uh, Debbie Mazar, who pops up in like Entourage and like she's all over the place in movies. Yeah, but, Drew yeah. Barrymore literally doesn't yeah. even. I don't even think she has a line in Batman Forever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, how's it going? Or, ooh, what are we gonna do about Batman or some like yeah. random like one liner? It's like, oh, there's your sad card. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a uh, Vivica Fox in Batman and Robin. It's like, ooh, talk about your cold shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and, and literally, it's like, bye, Vivica Fox. <laughs> it's like, and you're done. <laughs> Go back to filming uh, Booty Call or whatever else other movie you're making in 96. Uh. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there since we're on Batman. Michael Keaton was the best Batman. <laughs> out of, like, everyone? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say out of all of them. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Although I do yeah. think uh, the last two were pretty good. Oh yeah, no. I'm, I'm, ones, yeah. I don't want to take anything away from Christian Bale. I I just I feel that uh, Michael Keaton embodied both the campiness of Batman and the dark side very well. Also, you know what would have made Bat- uh, Volcano better? <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Oh yeah. As Catwoman. Oh. <laughs> or or throw... as the geologist instead of Anne Hayes. Can cause... we just throw all the DC characters into this movie? <laughs> <laughs> right. Two Two Face is the head of the emergency response unit, and Catwoman is the local geologist. Or and, we uh, cast her as the Asian doctor. I mean, whatever. Ooh, and Batman <laughs> is the dick developer who uh, is dating Catwoman, and then just leaves when everybody when she's I don't know. The Justice League stop a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we gonna fit Michael uh, Christopher Walken in? Uh, he could just be whatever he wants to be. He could be the volcano. Yeah, he be. He's the volcano. Ooh, Christopher Walken can be the mayor who's only on the phone. <laughs> I'm uh, stuck up in the. Uh... <laughs> I was thinking. The Alps. I can't my uh, my gate won't open. Can you send someone to help me? Uh, yeah, take the more, powers out. You can throw him in. The walking, but <laughs> <laughs> you can throw him in as the voice of the lava. The yes. city. <laughs> the city is mine. I'm coming. <laughs> Ooh, Christopher Walken as the geologist's lesbian lover. That's what her assistant was, right? I yeah, definitely. So. Well, it was Anne Hayes, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so the geologist, her assistant was her, her lover, right? Or did yeah. I read that wrong? No, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
but and then, but, and then but, when she dies, it's kind of like, well, Tommy Lee Jones is kind of cool for an older guy. I I dig older guys. I was grossed out by that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was awkward. That's where I was like, okay, yeah, we're talking about Michelle Pfeiffer being, and I'm like, all right, I'm in, I'm in, what? sold. Yeah, like when Michelle she said, a older. when she said, yeah, he likes you, and I think you like him. I was like, what? Like, where the fuck is that coming from? <laughs> You literally had one scene with him. <laughs> yeah, well, and especially, like, I, I seem to remember that scene being like, all right, well, I'll take that into consideration, and then we'll uh, we'll devise a plan. Thank you. You can go back to your van now and clear out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, I think he likes you. And it's like, really? <laughs> I think he's like, all right, all right, get out of here. <laughs> well, her lover does meet a fairly tragic end. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like, in general, Volcano, basically, lava's just shooting up from the city of L.A. Tommy Lee Jones is in charge of containing it. Um, Don Cheadle has a Kangle hat. That happens. There's a black guy trying to save his neighborhood, which creates a lot of uh, racial tension with the LAPD. What? It's a good thing that they uh, got over that in recent years, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing that there's no problems with police anywhere in the world, ever. Yeah. Well, in particularly LAPD. I mean, yeah. they handled that uh, that African American shooter who was ex LAPD who was going through and killing all of them so well a few years ago. So so much tact. <laughs> you know, I mean, it really it's the police force we wish we had in every city. Okay, right. did that feel weird that they kind of shoehorned that in, like that whole racial tension thing? Oh, that that oh. felt 100% shoehorned wait, in. Wait, when you say shoehorned in, do you mean, like, having that as, like, some of the last lines of the movie? Yeah. By the worst actor ever? The worst <laughs> child actor ever? It was literally like, volcanoes have united us all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it was. We it all was... run from volcanoes. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what it felt like? It felt like getting hit with Tommy Lee Jones' big black dildo that was on his counter with no lube. <laughs> You guys saw that too, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no, no. Okay. Oh, we yeah, 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 paused totally. it. We yeah, we were like, what it. the fuck is that? Yeah. As I was like, <laughs> I was like, is it a walkie-talkie? No, no, it would have an antenna if that were the case. No, it was dick-shaped. Let's face it. It was dick-shaped. <laughs> hey, walkie-talkies can be dick-shaped. It's it's the 90s. You use your walkie-talkies your way, Brandon. We'll use ours our way. You know what? Agree to disagree. I don't know if you're up on American walkie-talkies, but we prefer them. All American walkie-talkies are shaped like dicks unless they are imported <laughs> from Canada. Right. It's for easy grip. <laughs> Down here in the States, we do things a little differently, and I don't appreciate your judging tone. <laughs> Look, Just I'm being... we're different doesn't mean we're not, we don't all bleed red. I'm sorry I'm being culturally offensive. You're uh... sorry? <laughs> I'm sorry, because that's a Canadian thing we do. We just apologize and hope that everything's okay. That's okay, guy. <laughs> and it's okay, bro. So shit goes down. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, the whole... Okay, so one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. I'm just going to go there, because yeah. we're kind of going all over with this. Check well, out Volcano, everybody. kind of becomes the same all through the middle. Is the yeah. uh, the subway scene where Drew Carey's brother, uh, John Carroll Lynch, the head of the underground subway. Or whatever the Metro. Yeah, Metro, yeah. Uh, he, they, he goes with his team to like save this uh, subway car that 
everybody's like knocked out from i guess the fumes of the lava or something like oh, they're that dead. Slow, yeah they're dead <laughs> they're absolute corpses but he says oh yeah they're breathing totally you get everybody off this train let's get out of here and he has to go in to get the the driver conductor. on the far side yeah conductor conductor, conductor sorry trains. not driver conductor it's the choo-choo driver <laughs> whatever underground choo-choo uh goes to get the conductor and he does the whole thing where he's running around and like the car is melting around him and it looks like the uh, T-1000's falling from the sky and all the special effects. And His shoes are melting. His shoes are melting on the ground. And then it's like, oh shit, there's lava. We're not getting out of here. Nope. This guy's getting out of here. I'm going to jump into the lava and then he's the guy <laughs> and then I'm going to slowly burn to death screaming in lava. He begins slowly burning and then all of a sudden goes up like a torch. Yeah. Brandon, your thoughts? <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, what, is he one of the ones earlier that is against Tommy Lee Jones shutting down the train? Yes, yes. Okay, so I guess that's like his uh, his uh, redemption moment. Yeah, yeah. He, redemption song. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but if you... <laughs> He jumps into the lava first and then throws the guy. I don't think you would have the wherewithal to be able to do that once you're in the lava. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like the jumping and tossing of the guy were kind of all the same motion. And then the landing of the 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 conductor corpse on the solid ground and uh, Drew Carey's brother landing in the lava were kind of a simultaneous motion. Ooh, ooh. What I did like is when he's sinking into the lava it was very terminator 2 yeah yeah i almost expected the thumbs up at the end i I, really did yeah i actually wrote that down i was like thumbs up nope okay (laughs) nope uh, okay i guess he's really dead (laughs) i guess he wasn't a cyborg (laughs) 90 million dollars guys 90 90 million dollars okay so you mentioned dante's peak 116 million before i'm like really yeah (laughs) This movie, like, the special effects in this movie at times look like an asylum movie. Like, yeah, yeah, The lava yeah, looks like 87,000 of that was getting Tommy Lee Jones on board. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you say 87,000? Yeah, you did. Oh, I said 87,000. I meant 87 million. I was like, damn, Sorry, that's I've a... Been drinking. That is a deal. <laughs> yeah, say, I do it for 87,000. Tommy Lee Jones like, I really like volcanoes. I'll take a reduced payment. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know this. This is like my childhood and a major hobby of mine, being a volcanologist. Oh, you guys didn't know this was Tommy Lee Jones' uh, passion project? Yeah. And he's well, actually the pro- main producer? And After starring in The Fugitive, I became immediately immersed in emergency response teams. And so... I I well, a... and then after my experience on Batman, I figured I have experience with fire and leading uh, leading a major metropolitan area. So, yeah, being on... a district attorney <laughs> on the set of The Fugitive, I had a really weird, long, awkward conversation with Harrison Ford about volcanoes. Like I was, I was hooked immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know this, but Harrison Ford has the largest collection of uh, two scale model volcanoes in the world. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Uh, for, a second, for a second, for a second, I believe Harrison you. Ford and Anne Haitian, Six Days, Seven Nights. That was <laughs> a horrible fucking movie. Don't watch that one. Watch Volcano instead. Volcano was fun. Yeah, it's it's. Uh... See, okay, it's so... it's just like... it's fun watching Los Angeles be on fire. My problem with Volcano compared to Dante's Peak is that the second half of the movie is they're basically just like moving the lava around. 
They yeah. at least had a plan for the lava. Dante's Peak was just like, well, nature's fucked up. At <laughs> Get least the fuck Tom- out. Tommy Lee Jones was like, I can control this motherfucker. Yeah. This movie didn't have enough grandma acid murders. No, no. <laughs> it 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 was uh it was more uh uh police and uh urban neighborhood tension and oh, if we just blow up this building or put up these freeway barriers that'll stop the vol- the lava flow i'm I, i'm not a scientist i don't plan to be anytime soon i don't think that's gonna work honey everybody knows the k-rail stop lava duh and i also want to mention that it, they the uh the um the racial tension when but then when they start helping each other you know that as soon as that lava's gone it's right back to racial tension Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, well, well, I, well, not to they skip arrest, to the end of this wonderful feature They arrest or anything. him. Oh. They arrest Go him. Ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, they, they actually put him in cuffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's to show that the one cop is a racist asshole, that even <laughs> in the middle of a massive emergency, when all the guy wants is help for his neighborhood... Uh, that cop was still willing to put him in cuffs. And then that young black man was able to rise above and uh, help raise those K-rails into place to not only save his neighborhood, but save all of the neighborhoods. Didn't you feel just nauseated? (laughs) (laughs) My heart was swelling with pride. Something was swelling. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right then. sweetie. Do I want to intrigue? Oh, I've been drinking. You guys, uh, we do have an E rating on this podcast, right? No. Oh shit! Really? No, we're we're explicit as fuck. Oh yeah, an e rating. <laughs> so yeah, we have an E rating. Ah. God damn it! Sorry. Cast- oh, I, Steve my, just got attacked in the nuts my, by my a cat. My cat Pickles Cage just uh, used my nuts as a trampoline. Did you say your cat is named Nicholas Cage? Yes. Well, Pickles, but oh, Pickles okay. Cage. Since, his his since name I is Mr. In. Pickles, and Steve has dubbed him Pickles Cage because my other cat that Steve married into his name is Castor Troy That's... because I'm a movie girl. <laughs> yep. Yep, I married up. And <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how many other girls do you know named their cats after Nicholas Cage supervillains? That's true. Not too many. <laughs> Weirdly, four. Yeah, right. It's it's actually typically more like Patrick Swayze characters like Bodie or Johnny Castle or <laughs> Dylan. Yes, <laughs> Dalton. 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 Steve our next cast name's gonna be Dalton. <laughs> God damn it. Guys, maybe you can help me figure this out because I am getting a little tipsy myself here. But I do see a note here on my <laughs> I do see a note here that I can't explain. It just says basketball science. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Anne Hayes, the geologist, randomly when Tommy Lee Jones is trying to get shit done or whatever, she takes a basketball. She steals oh. loots a basketball. Well, by the way, where she got the basketball? Is it a sporting goods shop there on Wilshire? She, yeah, she okay. looted it from one of the storefronts. She just randomly pulls a basketball out, sets looted it, it, looted it, looted a basketball in a fit of white rage. No, uh, sets it in the middle of the road and it starts like rolling like. No, no, no. If we divert the lava, it's going to go this way, blah, blah, blah. My whole thing was like, where the fuck did that basketball come from? Wait. You weren't watching when she looted it. So, wait. Wait. So, using a basketball helped her come up with that? 
Yeah, yeah. It you wa- guys weren't paying attention. She looted the basketball from a storefront <laughs> so that she could figure out which way was downhill. Because, fun fact, lava flows downhill. And so she's like, oh no, this part of the city is slightly lower than the others. And the lava is going to take the path of least resistance. So it's going to go this way. It's going to head straight for the hospital. And now we have to divert it. That's after it takes the subway across town. Before it takes the subway, yeah. they divert it. And then they uh, they build the big old... Uh, the, the K-rail the thing, The big old right? K-rail thing. Yeah, okay. And then that sends it down into the sewer system, which... It still just wants to go straight for the hospital. Yeah. Also, Brandon, you <laughs> touched on a yeah. you touched on a, a, a very uh, special point here. Steve is well versed in uh, basketball science. Actually. Oh, excellent. Well, that's true. But basketball science—it's just spherical science in this movie. It's not like <laughs> the core of the sphere. Where I, no, you, anyway. well, you don't you don't remember when first she takes out a baseball and Tommy Lee Jones like that's not going to work. Can you find a that's basketball? That's not going to work. You need something bigger. <laughs> You need a basketball, medicine ball, chuck ball. I don't know. Yoga ball. <laughs> yoga ball. I want you to search every yoga ball, basketball, and <laughs> medicine ball in this county. Do you understand? And then I think he flips a coin for it. <laughs> you know what? I distinctly remember that in this movie. <laughs> we may have been drinking. <laughs> oh, the lava so, yeah, is uh, really slow. Remember when they uh, save? So, you remember when they save that guy, and they <laughs> somehow guy? managed to get him on a ladder, and then hold on to that ladder. Oh shit! Yeah, the guy that was like by the bus, and they the already did the K rails, on... and they have to use the the ladder. The guy who catches on fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That guy's dead. I don't know if y'all noticed <laughs> that. That guy, that guy's definitely dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. It is. They're like lower the ladder. We're gonna load them on, and then we're gonna hold on, and then raise the ladder, and then swing it over. I'm like, no, no, you're dead before that sentence is done. It's like, no, no, that that lava's moving, right? Okay, yeah, he's dead. So, couple of things. <laughs> I'm gonna say, um, lava typically comes with fumes, so I feel like the fumes would have taken them out long before the lava did. Uh, something yeah. else. Uh, uh, things that are on fire, like lava, tend to suck the oxygen out yeah. of an area. Yes. So there's that before the lava hits you. Uh, then the fire hose, the hose that contains water that is specifically developed to not catch on fire during a fire, catches on fire. And then uh, supposedly there's too much weight on this ladder. The ladder specifically designed for rescue troops dressed (laughs) in 500 pounds worth of gear to go up and rescue heavy individuals from uh, heights starts... uh, It has too much weight on it. And then as it's passing over the fire, the thing that it was specifically designed to be reached over because it's a fire fucking truck, uh, it starts melting under it. So I feel like possibly the city of Los Angeles may have cheaped out all their fire department uh, equipment. I I just lost it when you said fire fucking truck. (laughs) (laughs) Take that fire! Sploosh! Stop burning, you fucking asshole! Oh, this is supposed to burn so bad! Uh, You have the clap? Anyway. No, um... (laughs) So, sweetie, what, what I'm hearing from your argument there is... There may be some scientific flaws to the movie Volcano. Whoa! That was the most egregious error in the science of this movie. <laughs> not the not the fire shooting up out of one manhole, 
uh, and then being stopped <laughs> by a building collapsing on it. Not the kids being able to outrun a collapsing building. No, it was that the fire truck caught on fire. We also forgot to mention that uh, Tommy Lee Jones' daughter is taken out of the equation pretty early in this movie. Cause she's because she's they lit her on fire. Yeah, so she's taken yeah, to the outdoor hospital, and um, she, they tell her they tell her to keep these two kids occupied, and her way of keeping them occupied is just playing rock paper scissors over and over again. But it does lead to the best line in the movie, where yeah. the kid says, he, "She says, oh no, you you said paper, I I said scissors, so you lose." And he says, "I'm not paper, I'm lava. What beats that?" And she says, "My dad, I hope." Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. The best line in the whole fucking movie, and because I'm just like, I want you to die in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the only hospital apparently in this movie is Cedar Sinai, Cedar Sinai which is a very yeah. popular hospital. I just googled hospitals in Los Angeles. There's Cedar Sinai, Good Samaritan Hospital, Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center, Olympia Medical Center, Providence Holy Cross Medical Center, California Hospital Medical Center, uh, LAC plus U- USC Medical Center, um, and then like I don't know, forty-seven others. Not to mention that. Uh, the um, U- University of Riverside is only like a 20-minute helicopter flight from there. It's one of the other leading oh. uh, hospitals. That's the one out in uh, Redlands. R- Riverside, I would think. Oh, okay. Riverside, Redlands area. You know, out where Mom used to be, where they yeah. shot that uh, that black cop who was shooting cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, this may be an unprecedented moment in your show, but uh, I need to go to the washroom or else I will urinate in my shorts. No, 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 please go, go for it. We, if you've noticed, there's been times where only one of us was talking. (laughs) (laughs) So have at it. We'll, uh, we'll cut this out in post. Okay. Awesome. You can keep it in if you want. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, So while Brandon's away, what a douche, right? Everybody take a piss break. Everybody, everybody. Go take a piss right now, cause we're gonna get some real shit. <laughs> we're gonna get really. We're shit. we're we're only in the middle of hour two of this podcast, and we're Jesus, about to, seriously. Yeah, it's an hour and a half or whatever in. Holy yeah. cow! In, hour thirty two. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's like a shit ton of hospitals, and apparently there's only one hospital in this movie. Yeah. I still found this movie a lot more enjoyable than. Dante's Peak. I liked yeah. the characters more. Yeah, I, I don't actually know cared whether they died or not. I yeah. did not care whether Chris Brosnan lived or died. Yeah, but Dante's Peak was definitely more of uh, every ma- everybody making stupid decisions to kind of get in the situation. Whereas with Volcano, it was just like, oh shit, you're in a city of 20 million people where a volcano's never happened before. Shit, you're a cop by surprise. Yeah, yeah. See, it felt more realistic than that. And Tommy Lee Jones actually was like doing things a city official would do like yeah. this is where the major impact is going to happen this is what i have to take care of yeah whereas pierce brosnan was just like oh my god i am now one of those panicky balloon guys with the floppy arms <laughs> i'm acting it out for those of you who yeah. can't see which is all of you but steve <laughs> i want to remind my co-host this is not a visual podcast but you know what fuck you steve <laughs> uh Speaking i would just like to announce beer. that i did not urinate in my shorts and i made it to the washroom Hey! Yay! Round of applause for Brandon. Bre- Brendan. Brendan. It is Brendan, Brandon, yeah. Brendan. Brendan, like Frasier. <laughs> yes. For some reason, I thought you meant the show Frasier, and I was like, what? 
Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, like the great thespian of the 90s, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. You know, uh, like uh, such classics as Dudley Do-Right and... Uh, Looney Tunes back in action. You and, could literally do his whole filmography as a podcast. It's true. Monkey Bone, coming next week. We actually we actually did Monkey Bone. I, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cheap Encino plug? Uh, oh, well. <laughs> Crash? Not I like the Which Award, one? The Academy Award winning one, not the uh, people getting off on car crashes. Okay, because I rented the wrong one when that came out. Speaking of fucking confusing movies, they came out too close to each other. Wait, wait, wait. I'm hoping. Issa, you meant. <laughs> you meant. <laughs> Hold I on! I heard all about this I... great Academy Award movie, award, Academy Award winning movie <laughs> called Crash. I drove to my local Hollywood video rental store. I rented a movie called Crash, and it was all about people who got into car accidents to have sex. <laughs> and you were probably like, "Okay, when is Matt Dillon showing up?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, and then he did. How oddly did this enough. Win awards? I was just like, wow, the Academy really has lost it now. <laughs> Is there really not any good movies this year? <laughs> David Cronenberg? What's going on? Yeah, right. <laughs> this guy did The Fly, right? <laughs> I know for a fact I am not the only person who made that mistake, so fuck both of you. <laughs> hey, no, you're not, and I want to hear from everyone who's made that mistake. You know what? Hit us up on the Twitter if you read the wrong crash. That's at EILF Movies or at wwtt podcast yeah yeah boom. tweet us or both about the venus or at untiny venus if you want to go directly to my wife izzy and i will check it once a week <laughs> <laughs> tweet us all and tell us about the time you accidentally watched the dead people fucking movie <laughs> yeah or no no sorry not dead people fucking yeah fucking... say i'm like wait what that's, movie a different that? movie. that's that's a different crash that i watched what Canadian porn are you talking about there, there sir? There's a third movie called Crash, and it has Ron Jeremy. What? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Steve, we have another beer. You should crack we do. it open. All right. One more beer, and then we're going to get into the real nitty-gritty of comparing these two movies. Oh, uh, man. We have, because this is Doppelganger Month, and we have a double feature, we have Boatswain Double IPA, India Pale Ale. Uh, twin screw steamer it says on here that's weird i'm not sure what that means i don't want to know what that means i don't think hey steve can i give you a twin screw steamer Uh, that's that's like two (laughs) people pooping on you at once right yeah well brandon's gonna help i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) guys can you give me like 20 hours to get there yes he just went to the washroom thank you very much i'm pretty sure you can catch like a southwest flight (laughs) <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, I do have my passport, so. There you go. All right, so I'm about to pop the top on this Boatswain IPA. Oh, my top! Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, beautiful. I'm glad I'm not the only one who finds that funny. I thought it w- I, I, I enjoy any commitment to a bit is is appreciated. Oh, we have a couple of bits <laughs> oh, we do we that just aren't that funny. <laughs> so, Volcano. No, it's good. No, no uh, this Boatswain IPA, wow, nice little... super, super clear beer. Yeah, it's clear, nice little, um, like, amber gold kind of color on it's it. It's like dark straw to, yeah. like, it's almost orange. Yeah, that's weird. I would say it's actually closer to, uh, like, Orange Crush than it is to yeah, it 
So apparently we're drinking Orange Crush with booze. <laughs> Maybe you got Holy swindled shit, you and it's just orange. orange Crush. Right? Oh, sweetie. I think I know what we need to make next. Orange Crush booze. <laughs> Get some yeast. We have that apple wine in the uh, the garage we forgot about. I'll, sure I, I'll wait. I'll oh, wait. Wow. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, repeat that? No, I just said, oh, I'll, I'll wait. Go ahead. Go get, go get the wine. <laughs> Yeah, this is a nice little double IPA. Nice uh, yeah. kind of piney uh, pop only backing. Li- and... Only a little bit hoppy, very malt forward. Yeah. Definitely tastes boozy. This one, you can tell it's boozy. Yeah, it's uh, it says 8.4% on the side, but yeah, there's there's a nice little burn to this one. It's not bad at all. Yeah. You guys make me feel very inadequate with your descriptions. Oh, uh, You're so, so well-versed. We haven't listened... You haven't listened to enough episodes. Uh, Steve and I both are uh, BJCP certified beer judges. Oh, oh, okay. That makes sense now. That's right. I'm certified in BJ's. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. Because uh, I always, like, I've, I've heard, I've heard you guys describe your drinks before and I'm like, oh, wow. I don't even, I don't even know what half of that means. <laughs> <laughs> it I'm means like, it's a pretty color and it tastes yummy time. That's, yeah, right. that's see that's what it. that's what I usually say. All right. So for volcano, oh fun yeah. facts. I got a few. Oh, can I just go, oh drop, go ahead, drop go ahead. two quick things about volcano. Yes, um, yes. it's not fun facts or anything. So I don't. I'm not going to steal your thunder. I just want to no, no, mention. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to mention that Don Cheadle probably shot all his scenes in a day. Oh, absolutely. Because he's literally in the office the whole time. And I think he was shooting Ocean's Eleven at the same time. Oh, that that makes yeah <laughs> would make a lot of sense. And the other thing is the movie. I the movie ends with a Randy Newman song over the credits. Yes, called "I Love L.A." But I don't think the movie realizes that that song is sarcastic. Yeah, I I, I thought that too. Where it's like I love it because there's a lot of like yeah in, like like L.A. jokes and stuff, and you know being Hollywood stuff. It's like oh we're self deprecating, blah blah blah, and it's like. At the same time, you're saying, you know what? LA is full of pretentious fucking douches that deserve to be sucked up in a volcano, so. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I, but, but, it's, but it's weird for, like, the person in it to be that self deprecating, where it's like, I wish this whole city to be sucked up in a volcano and then end with a Randy Newman song. Yeah, guys. To be, f- oh, to oh. be fair, if you've ever talked to somebody who's ever gotten to live in Los Angeles. That's pretty much how they all feel. They all know they live in an awful city. Why do you think Bad Religion wrote an entire song called Los Angeles is Burning? Uh, little known fact, everyone. Randy Newman used to write songs that weren't for Disney or Pixar. Oh, I knew that. Whoa, wait, what? <laughs> That's just for the listeners out there. I'm sure you guys both knew that. So you've oh, never no. heard, wait, you've never heard Korean Parents for Sale? No, what? What is all this? <laughs> Guys, we're talking about Paul Newman's brother, right? <laughs> wow, that's a deep cut. That is a deep cut. <laughs> I will say that Randy Newman's finest song, for me anyway, I think I most enjoy the song "Short People." That makes yeah, me short people ain't got no reason to live. Yeah, yeah, which people thought he was being uh, literal at the time, which was really funny. Yeah, well, being six foot eight, I can understand how one might. No, I was <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Randy Newman was six foot eight. Oh no, no, no. sorry, as me being six foot eight. <laughs> Are you actually six foot eight? 
I am, yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there you go. You probably yeah, already. Steve is my giant. How tall oh. are you? Oh, I'm a five foot seven. Okay. So I'm like, I'm I'm just like average girl, and then I have a giant husband. But if you look at the pictures, I only look like a short person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So fun facts for the volcano movie. Fun facts. Uh, the role of Mike Rourke, uh, played by Tommy Lee Jones, Ooh. was apparently originally offered to Ed Harris and Bill Pullman. Oh, I could see Bill Pullman. I can't see Ed Harris in a lead role like that. Really? Ed, ha- Ed Harris? I-, I saw him more than Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman is kind of like, uh, eh, whatever. It's like it turns into like a cute rom-com with him and Anne Heche or whatever. But See, Ed Harris, to me, is always the angry supporting guy. I want to see George C. Scott in this movie. Oh, George C. Scott would have been awesome. If Guys, he I have to. Wasn't probably dead. George C. Scott, eighty-five years old. Get out of here, geologist! I got this. Can I make a quick recommendation based on Ed Harris? What's that? You guys need to find if you haven't already the bloopers slash outtakes to uh, the movie The Rock. Have oh, you really? seen this at all? Um, no, no, no. The for the rock. Okay, <laughs> I know. I'm surprised too. Um, it's another deep cut. Uh, Ed Harris, when he messes up his lines, he stays in character. He gets so mad that he starts smashing props. Oh shit! Yes. Like yes. he gets so furious that he takes the phone or whatever he's holding and he starts smashing it on the ground. He's like, "Fucking bullshit! Fuck!" Like he gets so upset. And then he's like, okay, okay, let's do it again. <laughs> all right, all right, take two. Oh my God. <laughs> take See, four, give me a new phone. It's amazing. <laughs> you guys, need to, you guys uh, need to watch that. Well, I think we just found our nighttime activity. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, for the role of Dr. Amy Barnes, played by Anne Heche, oh God. Uh, Jillian Anderson was also considered. Oh, well, X-Files was huge at this time. What if Scully was uh, the geologist? Scully and George C. Scott. That would have been weird. (laughs) (laughs) Even Scully and Ed Harris would be weird. Yeah, that would be awkward. Scully and and Bill Pullman and or Bill Paxton, whichever you prefer. (laughs) You know what? Fuck it. They could have just, you know what? They could have footed. The alcohol is affecting me. They could have just threw David Duchovny in. Yeah, or, uh, I was just thinking yes. that too. Like, yeah, have him instead of Tommy Lee Jones, or even has David have David Duchovny instead of like Don Cheadle. There you go. Hey. Yeah, ex- hey, Duchovny is the black neighbor. Oh <laughs> David Duchovny hey, my and my family of needs some help, man. David Duchovny in blackface. <laughs> um, David not Duchovny f- in blackface. Yes, think about it. And it's a Jewish neighborhood. <laughs> Wait. If David Duchovny had played the Don Cheetah role, that also would have made sense, too, because with X-Files probably having a hectic schedule, he could have shot all his stuff in, like, it, two days. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome, Hollywood. <laughs> Guys, you missed the boat. Man, we have all of the good casting ideas. Yeah. We should uh, run the, Hollywood. Say uh, another fun fact... The lava was primarily made of, oh goddamn, <laughs> methyl methyl cellulose, the thickening agent used in fast food milkshakes. Ah, I thought you were gonna say computers. 
Yeah, no, it was methylcellulose. That's right. I'm about eight beers in for the night. Methylcellulose. I'm going to say Xanthan gum. Did you guys notice that when the firefighters were aiming the hoses, they were, like, aiming them way off screen? Like, not in the right spot at all? Yes, yes. So so the cameras don't get wet. (laughs) Yeah. Like, even, even when it was a wide shot of them fighting the lava... Like, they weren't aiming it at the lava. Yeah. They're just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's off over here, blah, 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 you know, so the cameras don't get wet. And then, like, in, in the big pan back shots, like, oh, yeah, it's kind of going <laughs> in the middle of the lava. But the uh, So my whole thing with the lava flow thing where they were making, like, that uh, little U block with the, the, the K-rails? K-rails. Yeah, yeah. Is like okay, the lava's gonna hit that. It's gonna push those K rails, and then it's gonna go between the K rails. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, I don't understand how it smoothly goes down the whole street. Yeah, like maybe yeah, I'm. It's not, it's not. It's not gonna go through the uh, downtown Eddie Bauer store, and then I don't know American Apparel, whatever the. F- I mean, the- I'm no volcanologist, but <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I I'm sorry, guys. Okay, confession. I falsified my record as a volcanologist. It's the only reason uh, Stephen Izzy invited oh, me on the God. show. And uh, truth be told, just a podcaster. All right, well, have a great night, everybody. <laughs> Apparently, this podcast is never going to air. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Lost episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the. I don't know. The physics behind the lava flow is very questionable at best. (laughs) Do you guys, now, you said most of these things were from IMDb, right? These, like, fun facts? Yeah, 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 totally. Do you guys, when you're sifting through, do you ever see, like, some people submit, like, the most unnecessary facts? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I I, I pick, like, three or four where it's like, okay, that's kind of cool. But sift through a bunch of, like, Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Hage also starred in this random movie nobody saw. Yeah. Or, Tommy Lee Jones is allergic to bread crusts. Or Los Angeles means City of Angels in Spanish. <laughs> it's like, who gives a fuck? Anne Hage also made other movies. What? The song Los Angeles is Burning had nothing to do with the movie Volcano. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's like, and then it's like, three of 13 people find this comment interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> three of 124 people found this interesting. Yeah. During this time, Tommy Lee Jones owned a cat named Mr. Scruffy. Randy was... Newman is not the brother of Paul Newman. I was hoping you were going to say, during this time, Tommy Lee Jones owned a cat named Volcano. <laughs> that would be a fun fact that's true can we start that rumor yeah guys uh, right now, right it's not here. a rumor it's fact Tommy Lee Jones has a cat named Volcano every time Tommy Lee Jones makes a movie he buys a cat and he names it after that movie he, he has his cat named Sugar he has yeah. 86 cats named Volcano <laughs> <laughs> alright so comparing and contrasting these two movies which one do you find more enjoyable? Brandon, right. let's start with you. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna say Dante's Peak again, and I'm just basing that on the fact that I thought it was <sighs> okay. It's more enjoyable. I don't know about actual quality, but as far as enjoying it, I think I enjoyed it more just because there was more insanity in Dante's Peak. You All know, right. enjoyability is definitely a factor, and. 
for the enjoyability factor, I'm actually going to disagree with you. I enjoyed Volcano a lot more. I found Tommy Lee Jones a more intriguing main character. I found the scenarios completely fucking ridiculous, but a little bit more interesting. Steve? Tiebreaker! Tiebreaker! Yeah, I have to go with Volcano, mostly because... He's sleeping with me tonight. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Number one. You know what? Number two. You know what? We're done. Yeah, in in Dante's Peak, as you mentioned, everybody makes a stupid fucking decision. And whenever I'm watching movies and that's what, like, the, the element pushing the plot forward is, I'm just like, you know what? Nope, I'm out. You're, you're a fucking moron. You deserve to burn alive in a volcano kind of a thing. Or an acid lake. Or an acid lake. <laughs> or, you know, elect Linda Hamilton, the coffee shop owner, is your mayor. Whatever. That's that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Volcano, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, that kind of leads, leads me into my next thing where it's like, all right, who's the best volcanologist, Pierce Brosnan or Anne Heche? Mm. Oh, you're asking, you're asking us now? Absolutely. Um, hmm. I'm actually, I'd probably go with Anne Heche because Pierce Brosnan doesn't seem to have a good grip on the timeline. Whereas Anne Heche is like, no, what's going to happen like tomorrow. And (laughs) Pierce Brosnan is like, it could be eight months. It could be today. And Heche's like, it's going to be 3.14 p.m. tomorrow. Set your fucking watches and get out of town. And can I just say how... I was disappointed with Dante's Peak how they didn't have a romantic moment at the end, but I was relieved that they didn't have a romantic moment at the end of Volcano. <laughs> I, I I agree. I agree. It would have been really awkward. I, I, I think they mentioned something about going out for coffee or something like that, but yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't like Cold Embrace, Deep Kiss, where oh, so the end of Volcano with the little horrible child actor saying every you know. Everybody looks the same when they're all oh, covered in ash or yes. whatever. Very egregious. I that was forgot the movie when I was, about that. Yeah, that was the moment when I was watching it like in theaters or whatever going, Oh, God. Why? You, you said it exactly like that in the theater. I know you yeah, did. Yeah, as I I'm like, Ugh. All right, we get it. We get it. We're all the same when we're on fire from a volcano. Got it. I don't know. <laughs> Human flesh all burns at the same rate, no matter what color it is. Guys, we are all the same. Black and white and Asian. Yeah. But not the Hispanics. <laughs> we're leaving them out of this shit. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, all right. Well, all right, so I'm actually, I got, I can't believe this. I actually felt like Pierce Brosnan was the more realistic uh, volcanologist. He, uh, like, volcanoes are very unpredictable, but at least he kind of, like, knew it was going to happen, like, <laughs> technically after two deaths, but, like, when the water started boiling and shit, and he he actually seemed to know what the hell was going on with the volcano, whereas Anne Heche kind of seemed like, well, I think at 3 p.m. it's going to come over here, but um, I need to roll a basketball to find out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It, it could also take the L train over to the west side of town or, you know. Oh, no, who will save the gays? It could, it could go straight south towards Long Beach. I, I think Anne Heche was just, I think she was just preoccupied with going to the bone zone with Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Right? Bone zone. Boom. Oh, is that how come they uh they don't have the romantic 
thing at the end of Dante's Peak is really the coffee shop owner in love with the guy from Congo who loves coffee? Wow. Oh, shit. I think so. That's my mind being blown right there, sweetie. <laughs> well, because isn't his line literally, Java, coffee, 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 Java. Coffee, 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 coffee. That is his most, yeah. Cappuccino. And she's just like, you know what, Pierce Brosnan, I know that you're a British leading man, but I really just go for a guy of questionable ethnicity who <laughs> <laughs> really, really enjoys coffee. <laughs> questionable ethnicity what is his ethnicity that's the next steven seagal movie i'm, I'm told <laughs> from the makers of maximum conviction questionable, questionable ethnicity <laughs> seriously starring T- steven seagal and the rock <laughs> and lorenzo and lamas Lamas. <laughs> there we go <laughs> seriously what is the guy's nationality um, you mean Grant Heslov, who yeah. plays uh, that, Greg? Yeah, that's his Greg's name. He is in everything. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna guess. This is just a guess. Mm-hmm. Jewish guys. I'm gonna guess he's what Cho- Tony Shalhoub is, and I'm pretty sure he's yeah. um, <laughs> Armenian. Yeah, okay, I'll guys, guys, I am yeah. looking it up. Oh shit! Oh shit! So We're gonna have confirmation. You're right, saying he's looking that up? Oh. Armenian uh, and Jewish, right? Yeah. Okay. You keep going. He's Jewish right. Armenian. <laughs> All right. Who's the better uh, director of uh, emergency things? Oh, this is Le- easy. Linda Hamilton or Tommy Lee? Jo- is Tommy Lee Jones right? Yeah. Uh, yeah Tommy Lee Jones, a hundred percent, like knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Uh, Linda Hamilton had to answer to her city council or whatever the fuck, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. And her kids. I mean, those dumbass kids. Fucking kids. Stole my car and went up to grandma's. Well, enjoy being... (laughs) Enjoy being immortalized in lava flow, bitches. It's just like Pompeii. You kids loved Pompeii. (laughs) Guys, are you ready for this? Yes. I'm ready. Okay, okay. Now, I want to... Now, who said... uh, What were your guesses again for Grant Heslov? Jewish and Armenian. Now, who, who was who? I was Jewish, uh, she was Armenian. Uh, Steve, you won. Ha! <laughs> he, he shoots! Oh, oh, behind the back! Shoots! He scores! Basketball you really science! You sleep on our couch super tiny, don't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Only as long as I'm right. <laughs> I'd rather be happy than right. And you know what, I'm feeling pretty happy right now. <laughs> I think we're all a little happy. Yeah, so... Uh, so what did we learn from Dante's Peak and Volcano, <laughs> these wonderful doppelganger movies? Don't go near a goddamn lake, because apparently it is going to turn into fucking sulfuric acid! Uh, let Grandma die. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Grandma's lived a long life. <laughs> I guarantee you, if they would have saved her in that movie, next day, she dies. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. From her infections, I mean, that's yeah. just... Exactly. That's just science. <laughs> What'd you learn, honey? I learned. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I learned that lava kind of goes just wherever human foot traffic can go, whether it's down a street or down a subway or whatever in the city of Los Angeles because it will never deter from perfectly paved areas <laughs> there is that 
I also learned that uh, no matter what city you're in, the subway is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, true. You got a subway there in Fredericton? Uh, we do not, actually. We have a subway restaurant. Oh. <laughs> Careful, it might be full of lava. <laughs> lava oh, and you... sweet chicken teriyaki. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I did learn from uh, Dante's Peak? Because uh, Pierce Brosnan actually says this in the movie. Um, he's a volcanologist, but not a Vulcanologist, because he's like Mr. Spock without the ears. That's <laughs> yeah. right, and then he does the, uh, the, the Vulcan sign for peace or whatever bullshit. He sure does. <laughs> Oh, there are nerds everywhere who are like, kill that bitch! (laughs) I also learned, God bless NASA. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What was the term you sent? You sent me a term on uh, Twitter after I just watched it. You need to say what you just said, what you said on there. Oh, the, the NASA, NASA ex machina. Yes. Where, where NASA, NASA saves them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So next machina is pretty much when something just, Pops magically out pops out yeah. of nowhere to save them like there's no reason for it to be there but it just kind of is there happens a lot in movies there's a lot of ex machinas you nerd you nerds know what it is you nerds, nerds know yeah. nerds 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 all right nerds, so nerds. so so would you recommend both of these movies for people to contrast and compare on their own merits oh absolutely 100 percent. how about you brandon yes <laughs> yeah. yeah they're they're both pretty enjoyable for I, completely random reasons i would recommend watching volcano first yeah i can see that i don't think it matters what order you watch them in you just need to watch them both on the same night with yeah. some alcohol involved no if you or, watch you know, dante's relaxation thing of choices listen if you guys watch if you watch dante's peak first it's the equivalent of watching star wars episode two before episode one we watched oh, really? Dante's Peak first. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. I did too. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's like it's like watching Return of the Jedi before watching Episode One, <laughs> which means absolutely nothing. Which means you did it in the right order. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Oh my God! Do you guys? All these people that are like, you need to watch it. Episode one, two, three, four, five, six. No, you don't. Wait, are you talking about the Fast and Furious franchise or Star Wars? I'm confused. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh my god, there's more Fast and Furiouses than there are Star Wars. Oh, but Star Wars is catching up, though. Wait, is there? Because there's seven. Oh, they're tied right now. Well, and, and there's Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, Oh, no, yeah, they Rogue made One. eight. There's eight Fast and Furious. I forgot. Yeah, there's eight now. We haven't oh. seen... Uh, Fate of the Furious <laughs> yet. You guys haven't but, seen uh, it? It's going to come out on DVD any moment now. And, uh... Guys, it is fantastic. <laughs> Would you say it's fate <laughs> fan four stick? It, it sounds like Izzy really likes the movies. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? I'm I'm the one who forced Steve to sit down and watch all of them. It's oh, true. Because I, I realized sh- very quickly it was a soap opera. I wasn't sure what the ah meant. No, the the title, the title, Fate of the Furious. There were so many other good puns they could have done. Okay, and do you want to hear so- the fate? Fate, really, guys? Do you want to hear something worse though? Okay, I, I I told you guys I worked at a movie theater, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So 
uh, there's a poster for Fate of the Furious. Um, hello. It's called Fate of the Furious, and it's the eighth one, and you're not spelling it F, and then the number eight? What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, that's their, their hashtag, though, was like, hashtag F8. And I was like, ugh. Twitter isn't everything. Isn't it, though? No, I guess. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Oh, Brendan, I do have a quick question for you yes. when it comes to sequels, but nothing to do with the sequels we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. So my question that I've been asking a lot of people lately is, the next Jurassic Park, are they going to have to pay royalties to the Jurassic 5 for the name? <laughs> the What? The Jurassic Five, the rap group. You know, the hip-hop group Jurassic Five. I, I'm sorry, this is going to be the most disappointing thing I've said on this show. I don't know what the Jurassic Five are. Don't worry. We'll, what? We'll, we'll cut this out in post. Don't worry about it. We're just going <laughs> to... We'll, we'll, we'll judge you from afar, but we'll cut this out. Can you please well, tell me? Won't. <laughs> oh, you guys. That's Brendan. That's What Were They Thinking podcast, not knowing what Jurassic Five is. This... Is my first, <laughs> my first and last appearance on this uh, program. Now, uh, now no, we'd love to have you back, Matt. You've been great. Uh, just trying to wrap this up, but yeah, why uh, bother? Your plugs again. Let's mean, keep this going all night. Let's keep this going all night. Why bother? Yeah, right. <laughs> Five hour podcast. Let's go all night long. Find out how our real fans are. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want some plugs? Yes, please. Okay. So, yeah, you can, uh, the what, what Were They Thinking podcast is uh, my show. Uh, you can catch it on Twitter at WWTT Podcast. Also on Facebook, uh, just What Were They Thinking. There's a group page and a Facebook page. Uh, run everything, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, whatever those other things are. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think All of all the social medias. Yeah, Pocket casts, that's one. <laughs> He's and, on Red Red Tube. Yeah, Red Tube, uh, Pornhub. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And of course, we're everything at mo- everything I learned from movies. Wow, I'm a little drunk. Um, at ELF Movies on Facebook, blah blah blah, Twitter, blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you for joining us, Brandon. Again, oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great night, everybody.